0: guys Victor here from the I Am Caution podcast just wanted to give you a brief intro this episode was about five hours long so I cut it into two parts um, about two hours into the episode we actually needed a potty break so that's exactly where I cut it this episode we sit down with Kunut Sharafi Ryan's partner significant other um, they're really truly a power couple She's tenacious, visceral, and an entrepreneur to the core. This girl lives for the heroin like high she gets from working her butt off. To give you an example, she graduated high school a semester early, only to take 30 college credits split between two colleges. We also talk about the dynamics that they have between a relationship. We talk about the general societal norms between genders. She is an example to aspire to, and personally, I admire the level of respect that Ryan and Knut share for each other the love is evident and the respect is palpable enjoy part one to episode two
1: welcome everybody <laughs> to the second to cq podcast uh today is a special day um i'm joined by victor who's here last time and Knut sharafi Knut is my girlfriend um and we'll talk about what else Our relationship is as we get into it. So uh, I quickly before this episode begins, I want to say thank you to everyone who got through the last one who listened to the last one and everyone who's excited. I've responded to some messages and I've seen some feedback. And it is from my own people. It's not I I wasn't making this podcast to uh, garner a ton of outsiders or get a bunch of attention that I I wasn't familiar with. I wanted to do something to connect with my people who are uh, of my tribe and of my group. And so, I thank you, so uh today we have a special guest today uh i want I wanted this guest to be on my first guest specifically um because you all have known me for years, and you've known the the stuff that I put out for years um but if there's someone who I think is the most instrumental in the background of what I do um in the formulating of the ideas and the work and then the lows and the highs and the not sure. Um, this person is the person. Um, Here she is.
2: That was a lot. It was a lot. Wow. You're the person. I am the person. But I have to say, I'm so glad (laughs) that he actually did the first podcast by himself, because it was almost like an intro to the new. And I I liked watching it. And it was like, it was almost, it was perfect that I wasn't Mm -hmm. available that day, because it was like, Let's see what I this is about. Came I came know. I know I came. I came like 20 minutes late. I sat down and I interrupted it rudely. Um but yeah, it was great cuz it was like let me see what the introduction to the podcast is again. Mm. And I think it was a great way for you to talk about where you've been.
1: Yeah, I think it was also um all those things plus uh the thing that we in this room do best, the freestyle, right? Yeah. Or right if you if you think about how a lot of people do things with business plans or plans um, the phrase I told Victor was, I just want to get on the mic and talk. Mm-hmm. All right, that was my phrase. Yeah. So, um, And I think it was kind of perfect. to kind of set a foundation of what we want to do and uh, how we want it to play out. And it is playing out. And here we are.
2: I have to say, I think I kind of, I'm gl- again, I'm glad you did it because I got to watch what it was yeah. going to yeah. be about and how it would flow because a part of me was like, oh, I don't know, you talk about day one on podcasts. Like I was like, I, I legitimately don't know. But watching it and literally being in the room for it it was different than what i expected it mm. was it's not a vlog it's not no, a right. uh, 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 camera talk into the screen needs to look good the lighting le- it's just you talking yeah. and i think like because like even when i came in late and i opened the door i was like oh i was trying to open it as quietly as possible and you're just like hey is that canoe hey canoe? well and i was like oh uh there okay I guess, I guess i'm talking yeah. to you and interrupting so i don't know i feel like it almost made it more chill Right. Much more than I expected.
1: Yeah, it's been a bit of an evolution and I think uh that's what I s that's what I've seen with modern podcast culture and that's what I saw with uh with Victor and what I liked about your style is that you're so um Kunu and I call it meat and potatoes. It's like you do the thing that works. You're not gonna lose your head if you don't have uh the right amount of lumens on this light or if the ca- you're just hit record, go and we can just kinda kinda yeah. get to it. So um you brought up a point you said something about kind of like the vlogging stuff that was like the day one stuff yeah so could you kind of in in your in your version uh kind of go through the day one of how you know me how you met me um <laughs> just day one and try to tie it Boy. as much as you can into today
2: gosh how long is this vlog gonna be can all it right be extra juicy no i i'm actually i you know, we're pretty private with juice. I got to be honest. Yeah. We're pretty private with the real juice.
1: We're very Jay-Z Beyonce yeah. with the juice. I know. We're like, yeah, let's just... It's happening, but <laughs> it's very private.
2: It's like, let's just keep that uh, between us. Um, yeah. So I've known you for 10 years now. Right. Um, yeah. I met you in 2010. I met you in 2010 when I competed, uh, which seems like A different universe because I'm like I competed. What? I know. Sometimes I we we actually I actually have a picture of me on my fridge from like competition day Mm -hmm. just to remind me not to eat everything in the fridge. And I he saw it the other day and he's like, hey, he's like, wasn't that a weird day to meet me? I was like, (laughs) yeah, what a weird universe. (laughs) It's like you met this person that you were potentially going to be with. Um, And you're like, (laughs) your best day. Mm -hmm. Your hair looks great. Your makeup looks great. Everything looks great. Um, And you're in like tip-top shape. Mm -hmm. And that is not real life. (laughs) For me, at least. Um, But yeah, I met you at my show in in Illinois, I competed. It was my first competition. I didn't know what I was doing at all. It was an NPC show. It was an NPC show. Mm. Um, it, what, what was it? Not the Iron Man, the, the Illinois. Other one. The State. Illinois State at the uh, Copernicus, Copernicus Center in Aww, Chicago. That's yeah. a sweet.
1: It's a Polish area, right? Or something like that. I'm
2: not sure about the area. I just know I've been to the Copernicus Center many times just for shows. Um, but yeah, so back in the day, and probably still true um like the bodybuilding uh, personal training fitness community kind of everyone kind of like knows each other via Facebook mm-hmm. and it's like everyone's just you know it's like you, you see people's work you see people's photos like I had seen so many of his photos through Tony OEMG because yep. he had shot with them so many times and I had met them once and that was it like um that was just kind of the impression I knew of him I knew his name was Ryan Doris I've seen his photos and that was it and I'm guessing vice versa and yeah, my first show, um, I was walking around and he came up to me and he was like, hey, aren't you Knut Sharafi? Like spot on with pronunciation How you too. spell your name? Okay. Q-U-N-O-O-T.
0: What? So what do people mostly say? They don't.
2: They're just like, uh, mm. yeah, it gets butchered Cute. a lot. And yeah, a lot of people call me Q. And I actually, I don't, I don't get offended by that either. Like sometimes people, people are really fussy. Your parents about...
1: picked a very hard name.
2: They picked a hard name, but it's a unique name, and I feel like it's such a fitting name too. Now Mm -hmm. that I kind of see it, because I'm like, "What an outlier, weird name!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I like it."
0: They didn't want to whitewash it or something. Yeah,
2: and I I mean, I don't, I don't really like whitewashed names either. But um, you're Pakistani. I'm Pakistani. I'm Pakistani Indian, whatever. My mom's from India. My dad's from Pakistan. I'm super first generation American, like super first generation, in the sense that like I'm the first person that was born here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm the first person where they're like. You followed all the rules. Good luck. Right. Go for it. Um but yeah, so I'm um he my last name is S H A R A F I. I'm sure people will stalk me after this. Um but uh yeah, so he pronounced my name right and I was like, "Wow, yeah. I was like, "Hey, aren't you Ryan Doris, but also the easiest fucking name on the planet?" So <laughs> it
0: just rolls. So <laughs> yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah, and um I actually had him I had you take a picture of me with some it's photographers oh, with the photographers the, the same photographers, photographers that i shot so, with that she knew tony and will yeah so they were i was saying hi to them and i was like hey i was like guy i just met can you do you mind taking a picture for not us not even
0: with ryan we're like hey not even no with- you take my picture with <laughs> yeah
2: can you take my picture of them you, you know the thing is he knew them and they knew me so i was oh, like okay, okay it's comfortable okay. cool yeah. and so i was like can you take a picture of them and he took a picture. And I was, God, I was still rude even then. Mm-hmm. We were already in a relationship. He didn't know, and he like took the cam- took the picture like horizontally. And I'm like, uh, I look fucking fabulous. Turn that shit vertical. <laughs> it
1: was the best day I'll ever look.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Turn it vertical, and he did. So there's literally a picture of me like this talking to him in the on the other and end of the laughing, camera. I was just photos. Awesome. Awesome. You should selfies, like <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then there he takes one good picture of us but he actually cut off both of their heads and the picture is mostly just me um yeah and that was that and then we just small talked here and there about you know competition stuff actually the first di- the first time where he reached out you you reached out to me um was what's that show at that big show
1: uh the natural show or what
2: no the mpc show so I competed in another show, Rockford, and we exchanged numbers because I was like, hey, just in case you're there, vice versa, blah, 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 and nothing came from that, whatever. And then uh, Junior Nats. Junior Nats was happening. and I That's lived, right. Yeah. Oh, all right. I live close to Junior Nats, that area. Um,
1: Your show was in May. Junior Nats is in June.
2: Junior Nats was in June. I was very much so out of shape come junior nats time god
1: we still live down the street from junior nats yeah we do (laughs) (laughs) is that rosemont oh okay okay yeah Yeah, he used to be he
2: used to live in dekalb at the time and um i remember he you know i was i competed and i worked out and all that jazz but i wasn't like in the community i wasn't like i wouldn't go hang out and do stuff like that Mm -hmm. it was just something i did and that was it and then i remember junior nats came around and he was like um he was like, "Hey, I expected to see you at Junior Nats. so I was looking forward to it, this not that?" And blah, blah blah. And I literally looked at my phone and I was like, "This was my face." I was like, "Was this guy like me or something?" <laughs> that was it. And that was that the case. A little bit.
1: <laughs> but it was. It wasn't just her, right? It was. How old was I at the time? Twenty-two or twenty-three, maybe. It was like you like 22. everybody. You like everybody, right? Like you like everybody. Mm. So you just kind of. A wide web, and, you romance, romance, <laughs> 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 and whatever sticks, <laughs> and you're and you're okay whether it lasts a day or a week or a month or. Whatever. But I think also
2: yeah. Ryan's genuinely very interested in a lot of people. He's right, just right. like even if it's I'm, just I'm
1: consciously curious. Oh, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> a little plug. Go check out my boy. Go check out my boy Victor's stuff if you got it. By the way. Link, in, link in bio. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> One of them. <laughs>
2: oh that's funny um but yeah he's just genuinely curious and um i think also though i have to say ryan is as long as i've known him and prior to that he's always been a pretty popular guy and he's pretty he's i have to say he's like charming right like he's a nice guy he's fun he's fun to get along with and Mm -hmm. talk to and um i think generally when you ryan puts out that spray that you just described. He catches a lot of fish. He catches a lot of fish. He mm. Catches a lot. Everyone's very... Ex- it's I would like say that Obama most... charisma,
1: right? Yeah. It's not necessarily an evil thing. It's no. just, Yeah. Right.
2: I think most people are just genuinely very excited, and whether it be a guy or a girl, to talk to you. And I was just kind of like, who's this guy? What's his deal? But yeah, it was just small talk. And then um, I ended up going to a friend's show in, in, Wisconsin, 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 in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, which Madison, is how far of a drive from Chicago? Probably two hours. Right. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> like he he was a friend of mine and you know i wanted We'd to go never hung out before that point We'd never hung out actually i blew you off remember um wow. we were supposed to go to the movies once and it ended up working well working out because it was something like there was a holiday or something came up family-wise and they were like no 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 and i was like hey i'm sorry i had a day off work i had a day off work it was a monday this was when i was working at dr gerson's and um you were like, "Well, what are you gonna do in your day off?" Ah,
1: okay, eh. I did not text that. Uh, that's how I read they didn't it even down. have emojis back that's then, a, so there's no way.
2: That's how I read the text. I message. put a snake at the end of it. <laughs>
1: there's no way I did that's that. That's
2: how I read this. So I'm going to not smack the table next time. Okay. I, I see. Let's shut the
1: whole operation down.
2: <laughs> shut the whole thing down. All the cameras. You have
1: strong smacks.
2: I have strong smacks. I know. I smacked you the other day on the arm. Strong strong. When smacks. I was like, "Hey, I know ah, where to find coffee," and ah. you, your body moved, and I was like, "Hmm." That's just me. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be uh, giving the good old strong smack.
1: Yeah, you're s- stronger than the average human being should be for female and age and stuff like that. It's naturally, not even like you yeah. worked out for it. Just yeah. naturally. Yeah. yeah.
2: Pre-lifting any Pre-li- weight. Any, yeah,
1: you slap. slapped to, you don't know your strength yeah you
0: either that or maybe you just have a sense of purpose or intent no no even within fucking your stride strong. you're like no you're, you're purposeful and no no, not no. Right. I, i'm no.
2: literally just She's even so when strong. i even when people when i first became a personal trainer and people used to ask me they're like oh well what do you you know what do you what do you what do you, what do you lift weights for and this and, that, and blah blah and i'm like yeah i'm just strong for no fucking reason you know and you, that's still true you
1: know and this is this is like a little tmi but it's like Anytime we'll, like, shower together or something. This was, like, early on.
2: Whoa, TMI.
1: And she just couple shower. And I would, like, scrub her back for her. She would be like, ah, like, too rough, right? And I was scrubbing in the way that I was scrubbed, right? Right, So, apparently, like, I think families carry Mm -hmm. an amount of tactile pressure on each other, yeah, right? And I think I come from a house and she comes from, from a house that's too abrasive even in the yeah. love yeah. right so it's like very when you laugh so. it's like everything is just rough it's too rough it's right? all There's rough. too much pressure right and then sometimes they'll go around families and they're the same as my More, family yeah. nice people Soft-spoken. and they're just very soft and yeah. not my family. we're
2: not nice people we're not soft no. people like his family's rough my family is
1: yeah that's another story
2: <sighs> they're rough they're rough people they're strong people they're rough people they're abrasive people it's almost too much yeah, In fact, it is too much, unless you are it, right? So
1: that's rubbed off on you, most definitely. I think
2: uh, some of it, I think it's just DNA, right? Like, you don't become physically strong from being around a person. Some of that is just bone structure, muscular right. structure. Some of that is that. Yeah. And then a lot of it is just like, yeah, I laugh abrasive. I smack abra- everything, everything. Like, if I put something away in the fridge, it's rough. Like, I it's think, just I who think, I am naturally. I think
1: that's what I always uh, liked about you initially, and I liked about her is that she was just very uh, too much, right? She cursed too much. She was over the top too much, too loud, laughed too loud. um, And it's cringy to me still to this day. <laughs> it is. Right? It's very cringy. And it's like this person is too much. But if there's something, I think, primal when I look at a woman like that who's too much, and I'm like, if I die, you can fill my role very easily. Oh. There's something primally attractive to me for that. So it's like... I've kind of, don't get me wrong, I'll miss out on a life of the sweet, tender girl that I dream of in exchange for the security of, like... Yeah, but you got to respect someone who is, like, themselves. 100%. 100%. But I'm also, I think, the perception that people see of me, they see the very, like, intellectual stuff that I put out. Mm -hmm. Um, I was raised by a Southern American, like, black, family, So it's a very aggressive Caribbean culture that I come from. And she comes from a very aggressive. Like some, some, some cultures are just more aggressive. Some are more docile. Um, I speak that language her family speaks of aggression. Not overt aggression, but just the day-to-day like. Rude. Like bluntness. Bluntness, rude. Like we, uh, Victor and I recorded uh, just kind of like a, a, a nice kind of video today with some B-roll and stuff like that um and even like and you saw the way i work like i have a certain vigor that doesn't get tired it's like a where most people even in the mundane
0: even, in the, even mundane, in the mundane where
1: most people get weaker i get physically it's it's like a it's like a pokemon or something it's like the more resistance you give me i have something genetically in it that resists back with brute pressure this to the first episode i that resistance can kill me, right? B- too much brute force at one point in my life, yeah, it killed me, mm-hmm. it does too mm-hmm. much. And you see the downfall of a lot of males who have too much brute power. Um, but I saw her energy and I really said, this is the only woman I've ever met, right, in my life who can go toe to toe with me on like the brute stuff mm. and back it up. Not only in their numbers, financially in their career, um, not only in the way they act and their behavior and stuff like that. And so I'm sort of with Canute and I always say this and she hates it. She's always like, do you love me? Do you love me? And I was like, I love you. Okay, but first of all, I don't say it like that. <laughs> like, do you love me? And I say, I love you. I said, but my number one is that I respect you. Right. Yeah. That's my, that is holding, that is the glue to this relationship. It's like the only reason I take shit, the only reason I do anything is because um, within male to male culture. We have this thing of respect, Mm -hmm. right? We respect men to men. And there's this disconnect when we jump over to the culture of women where respect is just not this thing anymore. And most men won't admit it, right? They won't admit it. But they they see women and they see this thing like, well, why should I listen to you? Or no matter what you say, your opinion is not equal to mine until you kind of tap back into that primal limbic brain thing of, holy shit, this girl can actually punch hard. This girl can actually outwork me. This girl can actually clock in hours. To me, maybe I'm a little broken. Maybe I uh, don't have a nice, sweet, romantic love button in me. And I don't think so. The more I think about my parents, right? It's it's this thing of survival when I met her. Even when I saw her forearms, I was like, this, this bitch is strong. I was like... I need to reproduce with that thing. Yeah, and very it's very primal. You you think of, of life in a very primal way. I I'm I it's intuition yeah. for me, right? And I think that's the thing. I think our primalness got us here, right? We've yeah. been around for two hundred thousand years. There's been,
0: but I mean, mm-hmm. not to just go off of being primal because you mentioned this earlier. Um, it's not enough to just have a vagina. She has something uh, of value to offer.
1: <sighs> this is a risky topic. Okay. So earlier we said off camera, um, we were talking about Instagram. Uh, and we were basically saying uh, the types of vultures on Instagram, right? There's the, uh, to be fair, let me do a male type. There's the male type, my least favorite type. It's the guy who starts a message with, yo, bro, hey, bro, right? Uh, the whole like, yo, bro, love you, like, respect, bro, respect, bro. Then they do the whole follow you, unfollow thing. Um, try to, just like, to get your attention. Just to get your attention. And it's like they do it constantly. And they do this whole fake brotherhood bro thing, right? And as a male, it's like, I don't think you have my back, right? So it's like you do this bro, love your stuff, bro, bro, bro thing. And it's like you want information from me. You want something from me. You want to learn something from me. Uh, and you're coming to me in the name of a brotherhood, which is to me as a male – the strongest thing that we have as men, right? And it's honestly, men have taken over the world with this brotherhood thing. Like, it's, when we click on it, we click on it. I think what women have, and why I love 2020 uh, America, um, they basically have the Kim Kardashian thing, right? It's back in the day, a woman used to, they used to call it sleeping her way to the top and Mm. stuff like that. Now it's different. Now, like, you get Kim Kardashian type, right? It's like, you can not only quote unquote, sleep your way to the top, but you can become the shit and do it, right? It's actually a respectable trade now, as opposed to 50 years ago, where if you were a woman and you tried to play that game, uh, you know, you'd know you be on the outs of society. So my favorite example is Rihanna, someone who puts in the hours and works hard better than any guy, any male. And at the same time, she hooks up with who she wants to hook up with. She doesn't need a husband if she wants, right? Like she's has empowered herself with it. So I think if a woman is playing only the game of I have nothing to offer you, but please give me attention and maybe I can give you, uh, some attention or maybe I can make you feel, uh, special or manly or stuff like that. It's such an old trick, Mm. right? And you see these tricks over and over and over, right? And they're traps that guys fall for, for guys who are fake friends, as Drake says, no new friends, um... And then girls can kind of do the same thing. I think what Canute did, I don't want to say it was different. A lot of girls do this, was that she kind of did the Beyonce thing to me. It was just like, make all this money, make more money than you. She's made, we actually calculated in the time I've known her. Of all the years that I've worked and I've had a really good career, I've made money two years more. I've made money, I've made more money than her for two years and then she has in our entire working career. And those two years of hers were literally her worst (laughs) personal years, family, (laughs) (laughs) health-wise. They were her worst. And they were my shiny years, right? Right, Like last year was the best year I ever had (laughs) in my life. Right, And she Mm. ran laps around me still. It was the best year I ever had in my life, right? And so for me, I see that and I'm just like, I respect it, right? Not only are you, like, not only can you do that, but at the same time, like, you are—it's almost embarrassing, right? Because she's does more domestic stuff than I do, right? She does more stuff in the house that I do, and I think there's uh, a lot of women out there who have this whole thing, right? And they're looking for honestly just a guy who can keep up. They're not yeah. right. They're not yeah. even looking for
2: that. keep up and show me some fucking respect. Yeah, you're, and right? you're not
0: emasculated
1: by it. And I well. It's the respect thing. Yeah. Because I don't even see her as I think I would be emasculated if I didn't respect the human, being first. I saw this. This is a. I'll never forget this day. I saw this picture of Frida Kahlo, the Mexican Mm -hmm. painter, and she painted her. And she and she painted some picture, and then I looked at a picture of her, like a real life picture of her, and she had like her unibrow, Mm -hmm. Frida look, and I was looking at her. I was like, she's kind of a beautiful woman, and I was like, well, she's kind of. I was like a dude at the same time. I was like, oh, that's kind of the beauty of Frida. She kind of is like this weird mustache woman type thing. Mm. And I was like, hey, Frida's just a human. Like she's just a human being, right? I shouldn't try to figure out whether she's male or female. She's just a human. And I was like, I just respect. And for the first time in my life, dude, in the year 2016. Oh, you're ahead of your time. You're ahead of the time. As a male. Yeah. No, dude, 2016, that was just like four years ago. Right? I know,
0: right? But still, like, it, I think 2019 was like, 2018, 2019. Was, you know what's was funny is, is as
2: a guy, you said, wow, you're ahead of t- your time. As a girl, I'm like, fucking, come on
1: already. I, know, duh. I know. Yeah, Like, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? Right? Like, let's go. Dude, but it's, it's honestly crazy to me. I don't want to get in yeah. the whole patriarchy thing because that's systemic and there are many parts of that whole patriarchy argument that I think are true, but- I also do think that at the same time, um, you almost, I got this from Michelle Obama's book, um, women just aren't as emboldened to be who they are as men, right? It's like, you are now producing these with me, doing stuff with me, and you're making it up as you go. And you're more emboldened to do it, emboldened to make a mistake, because you were born a male in America. Whether you know it or not, it's like some secret privilege we have right Mm. versus women i work with right or women clients i have and it's like they tiptoe to not make any mistakes like they have to be so perfect because like you saw the election with hillary clinton if she's if she wears the wrong pants Mm -hmm. right if she it's like we're waiting to pull that Women card. Oh, I told you a woman should never be at the like, we're yeah. like, it's like, we're it's all almost like
2: you have to be flawless, yeah, right? You have to be flawless it's like the same way it's like with Barack Obama. It's like he had to be so so good, good as a black man, as a black person, as a right? woman. It's mm. like you have to be flawless, and even then, if you lose your not even lose your cool, but if you side eye somebody the wrong way yeah. one wrong time, way. Yeah. it's like, oh, look, she's so it's emotional, isn't that? Oh, she's such a bitch. it's like people are waiting, waiting. It's like you have to be flawless.
1: So, I, uh, I have. So I don't want to say like I'm a, I'm a feminist. like I, I, I think I hear the feminist agenda and I support a lot of it and I don't support a lot of it. Same way I hear conservatives or anything. I don't blindly identify with anything. But I think if there's one thing I do see um, that th- the feminist party has right is that from an economic standpoint, I'm just saying if women are 50% of the population, like I believe in uh, America, I believe in the global economy, we are as a world financially doing ourselves a disservice if we don't have 50% of our talent at their f- right. fullest potential it's not right. even about men male no, women it's just right? the it's, race it's just i want to hire more people like i want yeah. i want better i want better everything like i i think for me i was raised by a single mother and right so i have a different insight the best of me has come from a, a woman mm-hmm. and it's not that it's just by chance. It's 50-50. Either a man would do it or a woman would do it. It just so happens that some of the most impactful people to me in my life have been women. Some impactful people have been men, and I have equally have seen that, right? I don't live in some um, delusional male world, fortunately, because I grew up in a very liberal place here like Chicago. So um, I think for me, when I get back to, like I said, I'm very rooted in that primal thing of attraction, which is just respect right and it's like I have respect for this person Um, and that's the only thing that allows me to be vulnerable or Mm -hmm. open up or something like that right the same way I tell you stuff Mm because I respect you Mm -hmm. right but with males it's like you and I have we're males so like we can connect and connect connect but there's a certain ceiling we just hit and I didn't realize until really with Canute it was like you can connect with a woman in a different way because there's a it's like a, a a uniting of energy. It's like literally, it's like with with man, with me, it's like it's like me and you when we link up, we're just like two dudes shooting. You, the,
0: but like you and I will have various levels of feminine energy. Hundred percent. But I guess obviously there's more. A little g- gonna be more.
1: So 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 all right. So let's let's say let's say with you right. So let so today Victor and I like I said we did this sort project. Um. So we here's how the phases went. We went through a planning phase where we planned it out. Um. Victor pitch some ideas and then in the rearranging it i was more dominant i was more masculine with do this do this do this do this and then when we sat down to record i became the feminine energy you were the dominant energy i was like where do you want me to stand Mm -hmm. what do you want me to do right Mm -hmm. i i was submissive you were dominant but when it came right so a good team knows who's dominant who's submissive Mm -hmm. which is colloquially said as female masculine energy dynamics yeah that's just a fucking video this is my life you know what I'm saying? So it's like I didn't realize that when I can make this click to every facet of my life, how much more powerful of a of a synergy. Yeah. What is the thing you call it? You call can you, you call it a. It's called almost like Megatron or something like that.
2: You, you remember uh, Power Rangers back in the day? It's like they were all powerful on their own, yeah. and then it's yeah. like when it was like I forget the phrase they used to use, but it was like Power Rangers unite, Power up or something, and they were like uh, boop, yeah. boop, 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 boop. and they just and they became this together. mega Megazord. monster. Megazole, yeah right? it's I like so. I, sure. I don't sure. remember they come together but they become this huge monstrosity on, like, and it's like it. who's gonna it's like yeah. who's going to fight that yeah. like all of a sudden it's like yeah mm. you were strong pink for sure power ranger by yourself and white power ranger by yourself but now it's like poof, mm. forget about but it but it's
1: very hard i think to keep that synergy sustained yeah um, in any relationship right we see it with sports team like tom brady just left the patriots right and it's like Who would ever thought that he was in an unhappy relationship with the Patriots, right? Like, every relationship at some point, um, I forgot, I I, I think the term is called uh, the innocent climb. When the innocent climb is over, basically there's now a factor of the what about me, right? You see this with teams, and I'm just using sports analogy because, you know, everyone here knows sports. Everyone gets together, and you guys have nothing to lose, and you say this and that, and what about this idea and this and this. So like right now you and I are what's called the innocent climb. Um, You give me all your ideas, open heart. You'll try as hard as I can. I give you all of my ideas, open heart as much as you can. You and I are just innocently together as a team climbing, but there becomes a point when people say, shit, what about me? I'm working too much. I need more money or blah, 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 blah. That's why I'm good at business, right? That's why I'm like, no, 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 I'll pay you too, right? Mm. So <laughs> that's why I'm so stern on like, no, 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 you'll get what you deserve, right? Mm. And that's the, that's good business, right? Because at some point, the the climb for fun ends. Like when you start seeing like, holy shit, like we're having fun, but like what happens when uh, I start making a 100,000, dollars off of this and you're still doing it for fun it becomes not fun what happens when uh Canute and i are a team in a relationship and you see this obviously domestically in the united states and i'm out there making the millions and she's just home with the kids and she doesn't get the manifest and self-actualize right so you see these weird energy mismatches i think and i think for me i've made all of those mistakes 100 percent business-wise personal relationship-wise with you right we're on Round 18 of relationship, Kuno and I. Um, it's going extremely well, too, I should say. Um, you know what they say,
2: 18 is a fucking charm. Just <laughs> 17 really shitty many, ones. out of how many? How many?
1: How many, how many <laughs> we're, we're on number Kunu 18. and I have had many phases of relationship. But see, oh, it, from the
0: outsider's perspective, it seems like you oh, guys... Oh, dog. <laughs> this is work. I... I know it's work, <laughs> but, this is work but like, but like, it seems like you guys are are two complete holes coming together, dude. It's yes, not like it's we, not like you're dependent. Also, you're not dependent on each other. Very
2: oh much my. so. Very much so. But I think we've also known each other for
1: ten years. ten years. Okay. Ten
2: years. And the ten years
1: hasn't always been on a promise. It hasn't been. Um, if I were the type of guy who wanted to be married and I would have proposed her, and I just would have been unhappily married, right? But I was fortunate enough. That it's all luck, too, that I was able to date like a 2020 person can date. I, I, I didn't date how my father dated, right? Back in the day, I would have had to marry her, yeah. figure it out, married. Now I can break up, not talk for three months, sort something out by myself, figure it out on my own, and then come back. And then maybe that doesn't work. And I can go away for maybe six months. Right? Uh-huh. Modern dating is very useful as opposed to saying, I don't know you, let's get married, and we have to figure it out no matter what. Yeah. It kind of gives you space and time so like when i say i'm on the 18th go i kind of say it lightly but at the same time it's like it's literally like the millionth try yeah like in but
2: i think again people don't know that because we do keep it what was the word juice we keep our juice pretty private i would say right like uh, really up until now it's like we really haven't there was one year when we when we first started dating it was like when we first started dating 22 turning 23 something like that we uh we shared stuff publicly then because it was like oh new relationship and ever since then we've been like "Mm -mm." yeah I mean mind you we've broken up a ton of times between then we've stopped speaking a ton of times between the well not that many well that's one thing we we don't do a very good job at and not speaking for a very long time um but I think just now we're like all right are you done are you done? All right, we're good. Okay, now we can start talking. And about then each I also think again. it's it's
1: in the name of uh, other things, right? It's it's energy balance. So like, mind you, like all of this stuff happens, but you also get those moments when you're. I was one of the best powerlifters in the world, mm-hmm. and I had to really run that. I was one of the. I was with work, and I really had to run with work. Yeah, you mentioned
0: that in the last episode where you were in that mindset to just, like, no fucks about anything else. I can't. You you have to set the perfect, perfect, like, situation in order to achieve that. Absolutely. You know
2: what's funny is, like, how in the last episode you guys were talking about, like, kind of, like, I don't want to use the word self-destruct, but semi-self-destructed, destructive it was, and now this is the return. Nobody and I really mean this nobody actually knew the way I knew or no one actually saw Mm. what he's talking about the way I know I'm the I feel like I'm the only person who saw him at his worst and then kind of like yeah like I really do think I'm the only person who got a chance to witness it and yeah like it's not what people think that's not what people, not think. What
1: people, think. It's what people bad. think
2: you know i even i like and i say this like where i'm like i even saw him with his worst injuries like i remember the first time after this whole thing let's let's say when the fire happened it's like after that it's like when we we're starting to talk again and we're like okay i remember dude we were at lake Opeka. do you remember this like
1: uh, i couldn't even walk
2: we were walking and he would take breaks and he's like can we sit down on this bench and i'm just like what happened to the superhero power, that was power lifting <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the superhero i'm like what do you need what do you mean you need upright walking right like yeah. th- that's nothing for us yeah and um yeah i think it was literally like i don't know the worst i've seen this person and i'm like okay come on like we am gonna figure this you out didn't, you didn't want to walk away um well no we've walked away plenty of times but at that time i mean we were just now kind of restarting and re-talking mm-hmm. again and it's like do you want to go down this route again do you mind you and...
1: the 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 breaks were always like breaks they were always like i'm gonna live like a year and a half and she's right and like, it's we've like, been like, broken
0: like, like, like up. why like you didn't have the mindset of like why should i help this person at their worst if they let me go already? oh
2: yeah well no here's the thing we've broken up and there's been plenty of times where i'm like good luck right but at the end of the, at the end of the day, like it's like when someone, I think that moment that you're talking about happened a lot Mm -hmm. prior to that moment. Right. It's like, then it's like, it's almost like another try, right. Another, uh, what what did you call it? 18th turn. It's almost like another turn and it's like, okay, let's see how this one goes. Um, so yeah, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, okay. Um, mm -mm. but, um, that wasn't one of them. That was like, at Literally. which
0: at which lap um, did you dive both feet back in? Like, were you always a little skeptical with like maybe turn ten, turn eleven, like just dipping the toes back in? Every
1: lap except this one. Oh, the first one in this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the first one I talk about all the time. I think the
2: first one for you.
1: The First one for me. Well, I, th- I think the first one there you go there you go i'm in my head i'm in better equipment later on we (laughs) watched yeah we
2: watched uh the the, the last podcast yesterday and i was like how many times are you gonna hit that fucking (laughs) microphone and then i was like you know what let me not say anything until i I hit it it. i hit it a hundred times so now i'm like really like I'm not touching this microphone because I was talking sh- mad shit <laughs> yesterday.
1: You'll hit it when we start talking about work, you'll hit it <laughs> <laughs> for sure. You hear that laugh? Too loud. A woman shouldn't laugh that loud. Too loud. What? I what's funny is out, I, when, what's out. funny is when I,
2: I used to laugh like that even as a kid, and I remember my like when we had company over and I laughed like that. My dad would turn to me and me be like, "Insanbano," which means "be a human," and it's just like, Insulting. "All right, all right." It's like. <laughs> because it's embarrassing dude, those right?
1: pakistani insults <laughs> are they cut so deep. so deep they're they very cut rude so deep they, yeah. they're very rude but they're so funny i know they're
2: so funny but yeah going back to i think on the first round you went to whatever what i was, was the trying phrase? you you did right. and i was so mad i, I mad think on life. the
1: first with with her the first round i had this thing where i was like i'm going to prove to myself and this is sounds stupid i'm i was like 22 right mm-hmm. I'm going to prove to myself that I can be in a stand up relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? I can, in my, my, and my, uh, the bar I set was very low, but to me at the time, it seemed crazy. It was new to me. And I, here are the, some of the things that I set as the bar in this relationship. I said, uh, I'm only going to talk to this one person, I'm mm-hmm. not going to cheat on this one person. Um, I'm going to try to, you know, spend time with this person, share with this person. I'm going to literally try one person, right? This is like 22-year-old me. And I thought at my level, right, that if I do that, then if I can achieve that and prove that to myself, right, do like I always been talking about, do something that impresses you. If I can do that and try that, I always saw her as a person worthy of trying it out. Um, and I did, right? And I achieved those things. But the other things that I didn't realize was like, I remember it was with uh, Sam Okanola, who's the best natural bodybuilder in the world right now. And we were driving to uh, this community college we used to go to over the summer, Kishwaukee. And it was maybe like 25 minutes away from our from main campus. statistics class? For a statistics course. Sam and I shared a book. We used to like drink. Uh, what did we used to drink back in the day? Was that gin?
2: Ah, oh, tangeray. and tonic
1: <laughs> and study statistics. I had an A. Plus the teacher loved me. Sam had like a he was hanging in there. But he's a great dad now. So shout <laughs> out to him. Right. He does not get statistics. I love statistics. Um and so anyways we would drive this class and I remember I would just tell him and rant in the car like and we just blah 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 blah. And then I was like and one day I was like I was like I had a blackberry at the time. I like, oh, you know nice. what, Sam, look at this. Like I did some calculation, I was like, We argue out of our oh, conversations, yeah. I was like I was like it was something, it was like forty percent of the time we talk is spent arguing, right? And then I think what it was was that we were young and we had all of these traits that, uh, that we cash in on now is entrepreneurial and strong-headed, but they were very unpolished, right? They were very mm. – um, it's like an untrained dog without the shock. Call. I'm sorry, without the TENS unit. <laughs> 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 no, sh- no shock. You heard, you heard it on the last one. Shout out right? to – it was just like Victor's a dog dogs. it was like I was we, we I was like she was like a dog that good dog, but just nipped too hard still, mm. right, and you hurt your partner and all these things, um and I remember we got into some big argument and blah and all this, and then I remember I was just like, this was round one, I was just like, I can't do this anymore, mm. right I couldn't do the back and forth fighting stuff. I just
2: you know what's crazy? Mm. I even thought I was like, I was like, he can't break up with me like I, he was so in his efforts that i was like impossible
1: um, yeah yeah and that was one and then it but it but but that was like one after like first honest try and then um and then it's like this this thing it's like okay well i did it once uh let me just kind of go and take a break and the break wasn't i didn't do what most guys did most guys just kind of like try to rush and get back in and stuff like that i also had things to do right it wasn't like be out of frame it wasn't like uh i would just go and be like all right boys going to the club thursday we just broke up right (laughs) it's like i had stuff to do still right i had to still fulfill my commitments and do things um so it was just this weird transition when i was just like busy doing nothing and then like the game slowly like creeps back in for guys right you go out and it's like oh i got a friend here blah, blah blah and then like you start slowly, slowly, it's not even quick, it's years, you, like, slowly get back into that old behavior of just, like, guy stuff, single guy bro shit, and that took a run with me for, like, God, what year was this, 2012 to probably, like, 2016, like, four years of my life, I just felt like I was just on, like, what society would expect a... 22 to 27 year old to do right um and then at the same time i didn't realize how easy it was becoming because i was like the natty pro at the same time right i was getting like accolades and instagram fame was now started and stuff like that so like i never got to the point where i was like completely out of control i was never that i never had to go to rehab or do anything nuts but i got to the point where i was i had so much extra nonsense in my life that it affected like my goals. It affected the thing that means the most to me, my business, my life as an athlete, time invested in my family and stuff like that. Um, and so literally, when I talk about the last episode, I literally was like I went sober on everything. Like, mm-hmm. I was in Florida. Then I moved out to California. And then I literally just like I went cold turkey. Right. Like I was like celibate. I was I didn't go to church or anything, but it's like I went on walks every day. (laughs) I started stretching. I found my foundation, right? It wasn't just like You flipped the hierarchy. I flipped the hierarchy. I just invested into and then I remember like we would hang out and we tried during that phase and stuff, but it was too soon because it was like I remember telling her too. Who reached out first?
2: It was me, Victor. You can't do that after that. It, it <laughs> right. just the roots are too deep. He just it, it it's it's doesn't mutual, work right? that way anymore. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. deep,
1: right? Because like I remember, like so the the relationship that we're on right now that's going strong. The thing that got it back talking was my dad had a stroke. Yeah. He got sick, and we yeah. weren't talking. And I was simply just like, "Hey, yeah, my dad, blah blah blah." And then it's been this since, right? And yeah. that was two thousand seventeen, sometime or something like mm-hmm. that um i think so I end mean, of 2017 october 2000- 2017 dubai 19, 18,
2: yeah. i think 18 we yeah we celebrated 2018 new year's together right
1: yep and then i competed and yeah. then the, well absolutely. yeah it was
2: when you came back home in december oh, i think yeah i think yeah not either that. ways anyways. anyways
1: um and so yeah um and so i think a lot of it has just been like i said in the last podcast refining that foundation and i think a lot of males don't have that as an example, not because it's a shortcoming of their fathers, but because their fathers' generation just didn't marriage to them wasn't a psychologically healthy thing. And if you did have it, you were just kind of lucky, right? A, a marriage to men, I think, it was duty. Our fathers got married out of duty because they were, supposed, re- to. Right? Because so they were repro- supposed to. It's the responsibility because they were supposed. And then have kids, reproduce right. and have yeah. kids, right? Yeah. And now we're living in this weird millennial world that we live in of um, choice and love and feelings and like what you want to do. Right. And I think all of these things are, uh, relatively new and hard to navigate through. Um, and they're tough to navigate through if you don't have some example. And luckily for me, I had all the best examples through books. Right. I didn't have any mentor or anything like that. I just read, uh, I journaled that journal I have over there. I started I never forget the day I started it at my lowest low and I remember Mm. I wrote the first line in there it was like upon it says upon this upon this rock I'll build my church that was like the first thing I wrote in that and I have like maybe four pages left in the book in the journal it's so fitting it's that journal fits everything I felt for the last four years right from my lowest period to now getting back and I have and, like, the shit I'm writing now, it's, like, I just need a new journal. It's, like, today I, the beer wasn't cold enough, right? It's like, it's like the, the problems are so bad today compared to the all right? It's, like, all right? so, like, that, that's, and that's how it was, man. A lot, of, a lot of self-therapy, a lot of just talking to myself, uh, figuring out, and I think for men, figuring out what you actually need because I think uh, what a lot of males think they need uh, is what they see on TV. Right. It's like, oh, well, it's like if you really ask a guy like, who are you and what complements you to be the highest version of yourself, to self-actualize the best version of yourself? And I think a lot of guys and girls just don't know. And I think it's a, a journey of luxury to find out because most of the time you're going to work, you don't have time and then you're trying to fucking figure shit out. And I think for me, I had to really take time. So I didn't date per se in that window. But I remember I would talk to girls and I would just, I don't know, collect data purely for, and I would tell them this. I remember all of them, I would say, I'd be like, hey, like, and <laughs> this happened a lot. Uh, I remember this one girl from Canada. She came out to Hermosa Beach, which was close to where I lived. And she's like, oh, we should get lunch and blah, 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 and stuff like that. And then I remember, like, I DM'd her. I was like, okay, but I want you to know something. I'm trying, and I would say this to every girl, I'm trying something different for the first time in my life and they'd be like what do you mean and I'd just lay it out I'd be like here's what generally happens here's what could happen I don't want this to happen to you I want it, I want to meet you respectfully as a human and I don't want you to think this right I don't want you to get any mixed signals right, I just right. want to meet who you are right and it's like I went through this thing of like meeting girls and talking to girls and just trying to were they excited by that no <laughs> they weren't that's the crazy what well, I, think the the thing that the, I think that's the other thing that people don't realize i think that's that's why like, it's so hard
2: so i think this is the, what people don't realize right especially during like me too eras it's like people are like oh everything can set and this that and blah blah which is true however you don't when, it, when it's it's what i said right at the beginning it's like catches a lot of flies People are genuinely interested in things going a certain way, right? Like, even if I'm like, even if I'm shy about it, you want things to go a certain way with Ryan, right? Like, even if they're not on pure intentions at all.
1: You should hear the things that I hear sometimes, right? It's like, I hear them now. I hear them last week. I hear them all the time. Mm-hmm. It never ends, right? Actually,
2: you were here a couple of weeks ago and we were just talking in the office and I was like, yeah, I'm a super black and white person. Look at his face. He's like disgusted <laughs> by us. He's like, these are terrible fucking people. I I'm did, done I with this. I didn't know it was like that. Um, like that. Yeah, I think uh, like, uh, you were here a couple couple weeks ago and I, we were literally talking. I was saying, I was like, yeah, I'm super black and white person. Like I don't even, like if, if someone's like, oh, I want to hang out this and that. And I'm like, and it's a guy. I'm like, mm, okay. And not, I'm not saying guys and girls can't be friends. Of course, they obviously we can. Um it really doesn't it doesn't matter. But this is almost an egotistical thing to say of me, mm. and it is. It's almost like, yeah, but eventually you're gonna like me. So let me just yeah. put my blocks in order so to make sure it never even gets that
1: close. That's <laughs> one thing that I think that I had to realize, like really that was probably the biggest thing that I had to realize is that, like, um. any person, you have to recognize your level of power, right? So, like, I'll give a um, platonic example. Like, if Barack Obama came in this office, right, and he knocked on the door, and he sat down, doesn't matter what comes out i of
2: like his, that barack obama has made it into this podcast two 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 he's, he's, he's
1: goat to, so to me right so if barack obama came in knocked on the door sat down none of us would be like we would all be like oh come in whoa what all of us right i'm just happy you're here and he sat down and he, it doesn't matter what he Rock. said we'd be like tell me i'll do anything just tell me yeah i'll do anything to have your approval right that's kinda of the effect that I in within the fitness world, right? That I had to realize that like I had that power on people. And this is where you see like Harvey Weinsteins and stuff like that. It's like obviously these are extreme examples, but like I kinda of felt that way too with you. Uh, at, at first. I believe that. At first. Hundred percent. Right. It's, like
0: it's like what do I need to you do to funny? get Ryan on the hundred percent. What's
2: funny is I still see that in you. I'm like, Oh, he's still
0: so cute. I but I think <laughs> I think now yes. And I think it's a mix of, like, working on something, a new project, yes. like a creative project right. that gets it going. Um, but I will 100% acknowledge, like, I, and he knows it himself. He's so aware of, like, his status.
2: I think also, though, like, it's like.
1: It's just a good beer. I'm sorry. I just cracked up. In <laughs> case <laughs> you guys didn't hear What
0: is this? This is a, it's a Lily coy. It's a Lily Koi. Lily Koi. Apollo. podcast ooh. now
2: sponsored by ooh, ooh, by oh, yeah. avery <laughs> yeah. um yeah no i think also it's like when you respect someone's work right yeah. like it's like you're like uh, it's kind of you're like a you're a fan yeah. you're a fan and i think that's it, it's with anybody right it's yeah, like
1: for sure and i think it can catch you yeah. on the blind side right and mm-hmm. like I, I remember one thing i used to tell canoe i was like i don't know these things just kind of happen i don't know what happened right like you can be totally like, I have this thing where I'm so, like, you you, you see me, like, I, I am so in my head sometimes, I'm so focused on what I have to say, that I think I'm so, I have such intent on my words, such intent on the work, that I may have missed the past month and a half of emotions someone may have been feeling for me, whether that's discontent, whether that's love, oh yeah, or
0: love, right, and it's like that goes to show, like we talked about replying to his comments and stuff. Like, yeah, we just did it today. <laughs> he, he played a lot of catch up today, but yeah. like, yeah, there's a lot of people that that's also just attention. the
2: life of being busy, right? Right? right. Being right. so bu- right. being right. busy with the work, being busy with your actual life. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. by default. So
1: I think right now in this phase, I'm re- I'm 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 atoning in some way for my naivety because I I always used to think like uh, let's say anything happened with me and a person where we got in a bad situation. It didn't matter if it was business money or whatever. Right. Let's say somebody was like, um, a business example. Let's say somebody was like, Oh no, man, we love you. We love you. Just come and, uh, we'll give it to you for free and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right. Right. And I just take it not knowing that like maybe in 12 months time, those initial feelings I'll do anything for Ryan would wear off yeah. and they would feel some resentment that they helped me out and I didn't give them a favor or even say thank you or something like that. Right. And this is just all young me stuff. So whether it's business, whether it be romantically, whether it be friendship, right? Like I had to realize that like I have an appeal that people like, yeah. and I have to realize my power over people and I have to exercise my, my strength to say no, I I see what you're I see that's what integrity. Like, yeah. That, that that's new to me. Yeah. You should meet you oh, should really? meet members really? of my family. You would leverage all that <laughs> shit? To, no, it's not that I was leveraging. It's that I'm from the Caribbean. Integrity seldom exists amongst the men, right? And seldomly exists amongst the women. Dude, when we want to when I go to Guyana, big big woman my, big woman, <laughs> dude, a 50-year-old woman will stop and look at me. Mm, boy, boy. <laughs> that my own f- cousins <laughs> my own cousins dude like sexuality and formal and informality in the caribbean and that's my entire family it's so informal mm. it's so like ooh it's so like there's no lines right and that's and there's there's very fluid people it's
2: very fluid very ooh. fluid you, you you it's very fluid right mm-hmm. that's that's the word in fact you used a couple of weeks ago when we were having this conversation and i was like mm, i'm super black and white and you were like oh, i'm a fluid person i'm very that. fluid i think yeah i think there's levels to fluidity i
1: guess <laughs> and fluidity can get you in trouble sure big time i think and i think in my life uh fluidity got me in trouble because you have to there's this thing i have on the wall up there from matt and suzy Geary, it's called upholding the standard right it's like if you have a goal or a vision of what you want um as an athlete it was easy right today you asked me like do i want Peter in and i was like no 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 and yeah, you, you I, were I, like i hounded him i was like oh come on
2: you know what's funny time out from the from the okay so he said all the did he ever at one point say yes no, that's so not next. Not, not explicitly. That's so funny. Um, So he uh, said all this stuff, right, about a relationship, blah, blah, blah. You have to respect this person and she's strong enough and she can hold her own, blah, 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 blah. Dude, that's also a very difficult. I am a difficult person to be around because I am all those things. Right. I'm not like a nice girl. And I'm like, I literally got into a fight with him today about Pita Inn. It wasn't a fight, but it, I was literally like he was like, all right. I, he's like, I, I'm just like I've asked him since this morning. I was like, what time do you need me to be there? This and that, and blah, 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 yada, yada, all this, whatever. And then it was, se- it seemed like he was like, Hey, uh, where you at? This and that, what's up? I'm like, okay, what's the schedule looking like? What do you need? Do you want me to, I'll-, I'll bring you a sandwich when I'm ready. Come, come to, I'll come to the office. And he's like, Oh, I just think I'm going to, we went back and forth a little bit, just chatting. And then he was like, I think I'm just going to go to go grab some pizza in with Victor. And I was like, start fight now. <laughs> like literally my brain was like, this will be a war if you like, I didn't say that, but I was just like, I'm going to go take a shower and get ready. Um, Just let me know what time you need me or something like that. But sure enough, he came popping in the house a little while later and he was like, hey, uh, I'm making my sandwich because it's like, I'm like, no, I've been working on dinner. Like I've been working on dinner. I have expectations of this food to be cooked so it doesn't go to waste. I have expectations of this food to be uh, enjoyed properly, not on a full stomach. I don't want to do this podcast where you're on a full stomach and you feel sluggish. And it was just like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 it's a lot of things. So I
1: think people hear that and they hear and this is the thing about her and why people can hear that and you can hear the tyrant in it it sounds like a strict rule and all these things but to a fellow tyrant it Uh sounds like a joke to me right and that's kind of that's where i think our relationship early on got in trouble i hear that Uh and i'm just like okay whatever all right and before i'd be like okay whatever and just diss it yeah. and not even acknowledge it but the
2: thing is if you diss it now this is going to be a right. lingering a beef thing. And then, but that's the thing i
1: would never deal and now i think the way i deal with it it's like i literally, <laughs> I literally
2: he jokes it off so i joke well. it
1: off so well he
2: jokes it off so well
1: <laughs> we have he to... just
2: submits to it and then it just by default Dude, like
1: it's i submit to i it. i i move around it so well because it's like I have this thing that I always say to her. I'm like, "What are you gonna do, right?" She go, she can go <laughs> on and da, blah, blah 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 and do it, and talk all this stuff, but I'm like, "Where are you going? Like, what are you gonna yeah. do, right?" It's like I hear her talk and like I can see, I can still see the little girl in her, right? Yeah. So it just to me, it just looks like a little kid just talking a lot, right? And it's like, right, right. it's like I know you don't mean that. Okay, whatever. All right. 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 Like, and so yeah. it's like it rolls off my shoulder, but I think. If you're not as a male, like comfortable enough in your own masculinity, you pick the fight and you take the fight. Yeah. Right. And now I just hear it. And I'm just like, she just I don't know why she's doing that, because we're going to come back back to the house and I have to sleep next to her. Right? And so now I just it rolls off me now. Right. And I just joke and I joke my she was in the he shower. she jokes out of it. And I just I, I came in the house and I pulled my pants on. I just put my butt in the shower. And I was like, baby. Oh. <laughs> and I'm i just mad. joke his
2: first his first for uh, my first words when i heard the door open i was like oh, okay because i literally was <laughs> like i was like i was like why are you going to be in i was like you guys want to come come eat i was like come to the house i was like there's food at the house yeah. we have food at the house right. and literally i heard the door open and i heard him walking towards the shower and i was like i wish you would have gone to be i wish it's just it would have been I, a beef. so
1: i have no interest in being told what to do right obviously my career is shaped that way And I still can't stand being told what to do right by her and people or whatever. But I think I have vision now I have trade off. Right. And I see that we're a team. And so I'm like, okay, let me think about why she's responding this way. She might be responding this way because she had something in store for the team. Maybe she's been jogging laps all day, getting us ready. And while she's been jogging laps, I'm just like, I'm about to go run the 50-yard sprint with Victor. Fuck whatever you had. Fuck. Maybe you want to do something special. I'm just going to go eat and get full and not yeah. be interested. Right, right, And right. you got to eat by yourself or not eat by yourself. Just eat popcorn on the couch later. So I think as a male, I'm just trying to see the whole thing better. And obviously, this is still us, single, technically. It's technically, you're my fiancé. technically right it's a very complex that's situation. a very oh, uh it's out there huh wow no, that's no. a very you heard it here no, first guys no i think to say don't on think, the podcast because no, cause no we're, i don't think it, it yeah it's complex because her
2: it's complex but i don't think i care to go into the complexity
1: so here's i won't go into the complexity but here's the long short of it my mom my brothers are like oh when you guys get married women but right it's like a very comfortable thing in my family Uh, And with her family, we just more or less are trying to still navigate it just with, you know, religion and cultural difference and stuff like that. And so it's like all family members are in the know. There's no like, right. But we're just basically trying to figure out um, basically how to navigate and how to do it at this point. Right. So it's a whole Mm -hmm. nother thing and a whole deeper story. Um,
2: well, I guess no one's going to be surprised when they're going to be like, hey, guys, I'm married now, by the way. <laughs> Nettie Pro I'm married. Yeah, I think uh, we have the intentions of like, okay, what's the next step? We want to get married. We yeah, want to have kids. Obviously. We want to start a family. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious to people. I was like, Everyone's hey, like, you
1: should, you should still get down on one knee."
2: I know. What's funny is girls tell them that. They're like, you should still propose. And I'm like, for what? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't even want want a ring. So what are we going to do about that? What are you going to propose with? A hot chicken wing? Like, I I just don't understand. So yeah, it's a weird situation, but I'm also a weird girl where I'm not like, I haven't been thinking about a fancy proposal or Prince Charming, and I haven't been looking at, I don't have a Pinterest page dedicated to wedding dresses, and it's okay if you do, but I'm just not that. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm very practical when it comes to stuff like that. And that doesn't mean I'm not romantic. I'm super, su- I lo- I'm super romantic still. But um, yeah, I guess technically then by default, if you want to use the name, fiance. Actually, one of my clients said That's that to me. That's such a bad word. It's so, it's, I know. It's yeah. like ugh. one of my clients said that it to me the other day. It makes you seem
1: like you're more important than...
2: No, I don't know. It's just I don't know what it is. My my, I was training a, cl- a client the other it's day. It's like
1: people want something when they say it, and you know, me and my fiance, and then you're supposed to go, ooh. Right? <laughs> all right? It's like this thing people throw at you. It's like shut up, all right You and your significant other, all right? Your
2: partner, whatever. Yeah.
1: Fiance. <gasps>
2: let me see the ring <laughs>
1: and that whole thing yeah, yeah. every other picture rings that always ring. too not, tight not nails interested. are chipped a little bit <laughs> <Not interested. laughs> um, and how are these girls all like magically know when they get their nails done how is this program working oh, they, they told them what to get in, and they're when just when like this in. and then they're taking pictures and they're holding this oh face oh my god so I, ha- I
2: have to say though if i w- if we did have a normal setup where it was like yeah we can do a proposal on this night and get married i have to say i would prefer my proposal to be a f- surprise surprise the shit on me and make it good um because i love surprises i love surprises but um not so yeah it. yeah not doing it not because you're like going up against i think the man. i've kind
1: of manifested my way Social into a situation norms. where i don't have to do it
3: too, too.
2: no i don't think so i don't think so i think you're giving yourself too much credit right now for that i think literally <laughs> since the day you've met me i've been like mm, about it um and about but that's it. also why we stuff. can
1: move forward right like because we agree on small things, and then obviously the big philosophies, we haven't covered any big. What's
2: philosophies. What's funny? I know all the best stuff is the big philosophies. I know. People I have know. dropped
1: off listening to this. Really I cheaper. know. I, I, yeah. I
2: feel like every time we start to talk about a point, we kind of really like. But they um, all
0: they all are micro to the macro. We've, you know? We haven't macro uh, we haven't talked about any we, macro we, yet. We haven't talked about
2: any macro yet. We just guys, keep micro trailing.
0: We're talking about bick, like bickering and like there was. I felt a, a sense of disregard like when 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 you're like I wish you would come in the bathroom or like when No no she, I wish you would go to Pita Inn or go to Pita Inn or whatever <laughs> you know it's like there's there's Shout this, out to
2: Pita Inn we love you
0: I love you <laughs>
1: Victor is full of Peter. Loves in right now. Oh god! Every time I come to display, shout out to Jake Remmer <laughs> who had this first Peter in. Yeah, like we took him to Peter.
2: We took him. He was it was one he's of the he's from the middle
1: of nowhere, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows in Illinois, if we're from here. Like we have one city, Chicago. Yeah, and if you're from outside of Chicago, we actually we don't know where you're from. We know we you go to college outside of here, but we're not sure what else is outside of here. But
2: he like is born and raised, raised in, in Illinois. I, I'm not sure
1: and where. Everyone from Illinois has a little shame. They're like, oh, I'm from uh, Effingham, right? Like, just. <laughs> They kind of say it with shame. They're Chicago every time. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Chicago>. <laughs> yeah, but just, yeah,
2: he came out and he was, he went, he, you guys met up at Export and you worked out. And mm-hmm. then I met up with him afterwards. I think uh, just because I, we were planning on eating with him or something. And, and, he, he, t- and he was like, you're not going to believe this. And he's like, tell her what you told me. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I've never really left my town. Um, there's like one stoplight in my town. Everyone, I, And, we were and just he like,
1: said, I'd never been to Chicago. Never.
2: Been to Chicago. I and said he's two, he lives I two said, hours away. Dog,
1: we're getting on the blue line. Let's go. Yeah, I said we yeah. threw. We had plans. We had yeah. work. I was like, I saw some of those pictures. We yeah. had
2: so much I work like, to do that we day. Had so much
1: work to do, but I could not believe this human being. Right, has never has been. Is that
2: close to Chicago too?
1: Never seen the gem of my heart yeah. of my life of yeah. my the heart. like. You've never seen like if to me if you were from Illinois and you've never seen Chicago or if you're from a place enroll america you have a very important role in your country or america but if you want to see your actual pulse you need to go to the city of where you're from right that's where all your crop is going that's where all the factories your brick paint, right? like the city it's like it never sleeps it's fast it's endless there's talent there's Concerts,
2: mind you, we're very city people. Obviously, like yeah. we yeah, love New York too. We're city people. We love city people, yeah. but we're also like we love Chicago. Like we it, we hold it so close to our heart. So I think the fact that he had, he was like, yeah, I live, I live two hours from here, but he, I've never been. It was like, um, let's drop everything immediately uh, and figure this out. For the sake and we of did. We had so much fun. He, he had the best time. He had he had a good time. Um, but yeah, the first place we took him to was Peter. Yeah. yeah, so. Sorry. So, so again, that wh- was another trail off of. No, it's all. Good. We're not going to We're not going to cover anything. Shout out Jake. I know he's watching.
0: Um, but what I was, what was I trying to say? Oh, what I was trying to say was that like I, I perceived a s- sense of like a loss of you, you took each other for granted, for mm. and be, like you're like, like I dare you to do that. Like where are you going to go? Kind I of feel thing. like
2: that's mm. also though how we talk, right? It, like that's yeah. what, that's
0: also what I do yeah. perceive. Like, as Like you're well. a nice
2: person. You're such a nice person.
0: Trust me. You You're don't really know. Nice. You don't know what's
1: That's on this That's why you and I side. work well together. <laughs> You're a very nice person. But
0: so on your 18th lap, how do you continue to cultivate that sense of desire for each other?
1: You know, for me, I can answer that. Wow. You know that the weapon is purely formal and purely diplomatic, right? It's the same way that the USA has the world's largest military, yet they really don't fight anybody. Right. They just show the big gun just to be like, hey, keep your respect. Mm. Right. And that's kind of what she does. And what like and like I know she's just like uh, she's showing me her atomic bomb every day, just trying to remind okay, me it's she's not got every
3: a, day. Right. Not every day. <laughs> Here that's we go. It's but not every I know, day.
1: But I know I think and I respect it. There's a there's a history of women and I have women who who are my own friends who are in situations where uh their husbands don't have any respect for them or talk to them how they don't like and the the only leverage or power they have is to be like i don't like the way you talk to me right they have no nothing canute could say get the fuck out of my house and i got my money she's got a real bomb she can say i don't like she's got a real weapon right so like her bark is not worse than her bite her bite is actually pretty bad Mm. and that's what i respect in fact i think that's keeps me in line is that the fact that she has an actual bite, right? I'm not afraid of anybody who doesn't have, who doesn't have a worthy weapon. So when I, I know she does that. I know she's doing it because that's what she does with the world, and that's what I think a feminist does, to be th- honest I with you. But at the same time, she'll never and has never historically used it against me. And the truth is, we've never set that full. No. We've never went that full like you know that full out oh yeah we've never done it on one another no oh. matter how bad things have gotten we've gotten frustrated and a little bit of it has come out but we've never ever no. right so i think there's a for uh,
0: two aggressive
1: backgrounds really never come out that's ever.
2: that's the thing if you go back to lap 1 it was like every fight we picked every
0: ooh,
3: yep. damn it it's all good yep. <laughs> it
2: happens. we picked every fight right and it's like right. man how tired must we have been at that time but now i think um mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's they like
1: just... it's like Russia USA. It's like I hear her say stuff and I'm like, I'm sure you can, but deep down, you love me. I don't
2: want to. You're he even... doesn't want yeah, I don't right, want to. He like, doesn't want to. You're we want talking, to get along. Right. Like let's just move on. But I have to say though, like It's small... like a
1: YouTube comment.
2: Nah, but the, like the small thing's it's like whoa
1: that's crazy you don't mean that come on man and then you <laughs> and then you respond like dude you can you, some of the youtube comments i see in the comments they could be racist You blah blah <laughs> and this and that and then you can respond oh well, come on man chill let's all love then they're like hey man i'm sorry bro i'm just a huge fan of your work right and it's like all they needed was some love
2: what a lazy uh, kkk comment. right there right they just needed a little love.
1: like people don't have as much hate as they think right it's like you can really diffuse a bomb with love. And I think I've realized that. Like like Obama always says for the a hundredth time.
2: Shout out Obama. Shout <laughs> out Obama. Dude, <laughs>
1: you catch you catch more flies with honey than by trying to swap flies. But always catch more flies with honey than but a fly swatter. I've never heard that before. That's Ma- awesome. You've that's never my heard that. Oh yeah, awesome. dude. I love you catch that. more flies with honey than a fly yeah, swatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: I have to say, so going back to uh honestly what he said about uphold your standard, yeah. the thing is like behavior, even if it is in relationships, especially for women, it's like it's like, sure, maybe, maybe he can go to PETA and I have a little bit of resentment and whatever and I don't say anything. And then something else happens and now it's like two things and it's like- It builds. Uh, it builds. Yeah, so yeah. it's like when it starts, it's like fucking yeah. say something. You are, And it's not a bad thing to say something, right? No. You don't, and we just talked about this. It's like men always talk about women as nags and he's never claimed me to be a nag because I'm not. I'm not a nag, but uphold the standard. But I, If dinner is being cooked- what the fuck are we? But I Come also
1: on. I also think from a respect standpoint, you are a integral part of my own operation, right? I I feel that not I don't want to say most males I don't I'm not speaking statist- statistically. Conventionally, what men did with women is that they put them in a very replaceable role, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas I, you're a unit now. You're you could, right? I it's could the I could hire the job out, mm. outsourced that mm-hmm. I gave my wife, right? So it's like if all she did was do things of an that were of importance that I could hire a She's maid. She's not expendable. She's expendable. So I don't have, I ha- I don't have a baseline of respect, right? And I think a, a, the, a real commitment that I've done with her is that like, her house that she owns is a quarter mile from here and I'm on, in this office on a two-year lease, right? So it's like, my operation is dependent on me going back to the house, right? So it's like, this is the area where I want to do my business. It's closer to you and the city, right? And it's like my operation depends on her P to Intex and the operation running smoothly, right? So there's a, there's respect is ingrained in there. So when I see that, I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I want my operation <laughs> to run
0: smoothly and I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't. But, like, do you, dude, how do you perceive that? I mean, I, I feel like you don't care because you're of the same, like, entrepreneurial mindset. We're like, the same mindset. Like I, th- but, like, I can see some girls, like, taking offense to that. Like, love me for me, not because I am a tool to
1: your business. No, 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 no. Not with me hundred percent no dog.
2: i i feel like i feel like both of us say this it's like what makes the operation run better now what makes the what operation, makes the run, operation better? run better Dude,
1: and wow. that's the thing our, cor- our, you guys. our cornerstone is the operation right so it's like it's not necessarily what makes my business run better right. but it was that part of me that was saying earlier like what makes me a better person mm. she has mm, traits mm, and okay. things that rub off onto me that give me that okay Megatron. i take that back then yeah for, right. sure, for sure so without her like without her i'm i'm good all by myself we're when we're <laughs> <together. That laughs> who song. is that who is that somebody who used to sing back in the 2000s right it's like it's like that song was that ray j no <gasps>
2: no that was a guy uh is bad. it, uh, it Neo? Neo! Neo, the same guy that that sang uh miss independent <laughs> he
1: was really buttering him up
2: shout out neo um Uh, yeah no i think the thing is like it's not just a matter of i'm not a tool to the dollars like that's not what it is it's just the whole operation right the operation for what it is right now maybe it's just his business my business and the house but the operation eventually will be his business my business the kids the house Mm. like what makes the operation she's a
1: leg to my operation as a human being Mm. right and so if i have a house with on four stilts And one of the stilts is barking about PETA in. It's like I scratch my head and I'm like, all right, just don't fucking just stay there then. So
0: is that what people mean when they're like, I want my other half? Because I'm like, I'm looking for my other whole. Right. But like you're almost you're not codependent, but like, you know, you're like two whole like independent beings. But like you've also become one unit in a way
1: like it's binary. It's (sighs) like sun and moon. Right. It's like we we're different things we're we're two different planets but i need your gravitational pull and you need my gravitational pull like earth and moon depend on each other's right it's like they're two i shouldn't call the moon a star but or planet but they're two planets that are tightly revolving around each other infinitely right and they they're like you, know, you understand how gravity works? Just so for people who don't know how gravity works, gravity is essentially a, a free fall. For those who can see this, uh, gravity works by if I drop this thing, it's going to accelerate as fast as it can to Earth. So the moon is basically if I were to put this at the height of the moon and if I were to drop it, it would free fall, accelerate towards Earth. But by time it gets to it takes 13 minutes to get to where Earth is. Earth has left. Earth has moved. So it continues chasing Earth in a free fall. That's gravity. And it keeps going in circles and circles and circles. And so they're locked in an interdependency. And that t- that's stability, right? That's literally like the, the, the universe's chaos, order. Stability, chaos, right? And so I feel like for her, if I remove her leg, I will throw myself into chaos. And it's only because I have given her that. Right? I'm mm-hmm. like, here is the power of me. You can crumble me. You can take me out. But um giving you all of this, that I trust you with this, that you will not make me whole. I'm whole by myself. But you're going to basically take me to a level that I couldn't have done by myself. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like sitting on each other's shoulders.
2: I think it's also a new... That's a new way of looking at relationships now. Like you couldn't have done this 20 years ago. 20 years ago. It's like, come on, you got to get food on the table and take somebody needs to get the The woman was an
1: assistant to the male's greatness. And now she's a a necessary part of the team greatness of what I want to achieve with the legacy as a a human being. It's very different. Mm -hmm. It's very different. But it starts with, I think some of the fundamental things, right? Like the way she works um, is different from the way I work. Mm -hmm. The way she works is I always say she's a, I say this all the time. She is a pure capitalist Like, the way she works. Your work is... Knut's work is...
2: I'm a pure entrepreneur.
1: She's a pure entrepreneur.
2: About the transaction.
1: Can you tell us about your entrepreneurship? Oh,
2: my God. Um, No, because we're not actually going to cover anything um, in this podcast. No. So, you know what's funny is, before I even talk about what I do for work, one of my earliest memories... She's a
1: stripper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You win. All right. (laughs) Do
2: you, though? Um, No. um, So, what's funny is... Like, one of my earliest memories from, like, childhood is when we used to live in Rogers Park. I remember me and a couple of my friends, like, and we were, I mean, we moved out of Rogers Park when I was eight. So, this is, like, Trenton's age and less than, right? Like, really young. Um, And I remember we made, like, I was like, hey, me and a couple friends, we, like, made, like, a little carnival, like a, a... like we lived in apartment complexes that had like a middle area for all like the kids and stuff to play. It was like almost like we had a park in the middle type Mm -hmm. of thing and like four big buildings. And I was like, okay. I was like, you bring like all your best toys and I'll make some games and we'll make games and we'll charge people like nickels and pennies. I don't know if I've ever, have I told you this story? Um, And I remember, so we started this carnival thing, like, and carnival, I mean like probably this corner of this room type of area. And I just remember as a kid, like it was popping, like, so much so that I had to, like, figure out how to find change enough. It was like mm-hmm. a nickel to play a certain game and there were prizes, blah, 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 blah. And I remember, and again, this is such a old, blurry memory of mine, but I remember... Because I've
1: made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't no, remember these no, shit operations. No,
2: no, no. I remember, I remember us... <laughs> I remember it being so successful at the time. And it was so short-lived. I, I don't know if it was 30 minutes or even less. Because, like, you know, when you're a kid, right, everything right. feels so grand. And I remember my mom came down and I was like, all right, it's time to go somewhere. And we had to like pack up everything and be done. But I remember that feeling and being like, wow, that was amazing. I Mm. could do that. Like, and he always says, it's like, he he always says, it's like, what's that heroin hit? That is my
1: absolute heroin heroin
2: hit. hit. Like that. It's like, I can do that. And like, I, like, I always say, like, if you can get Hypothetically, if you can sell one person bread and you're like, hey, I can sell this person bread for $10, huh? That means there's plenty of other people out there in the world that I can sell bread to, then. Like, it has to be. If I can just convince one person, hey, let me be your personal trainer, That da, da. da that means there's a world of people that i can be their personal trainer to you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so even if the work is pure that transaction to me is amazing it's
1: transactional entrepreneurship yeah where did that optimism come from
2: uh i I don't think it i I don't know i don't even know if i would call
0: it optimism it's banging your head against the the wall no no it's
1: banging your head against the wall and it's like it's like and then it's like you bang your head against the wall 10 times and then like a gold coin comes out once you're like whoa Where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Let me yeah. just do it again. Let me bang it a hundred more times. That's her style. Yeah, I it's think uh, I think it's
2: also just so cool. It happens to be my like my work happens to be my hobby in that sense, right? Because yeah. it's like my work is my work, right? Like I'm I'm a personal trainer. For those who don't know, I've been pers- I've had a personal training business for the last ten years, um, and we'll talk about that. But like, I think it's like. My actual trade, my personal training, what I do with clients. And then there's the transaction part, which is like my cool hobby. Mm. It just happens to be. Something uh, that you thoroughly enjoy. Ex- it happens to be something I thoroughly enjoy, but it happens to be something that keeps the world moving, right? That's important for everybody. Mm. But it happens to be my hobby. I so just you're think of it's,
0: service. You feel you utilized.
2: Uh, yeah. In my, in the. I, I, in the trade, yeah, I, I right. feel very good about my right. service and yeah. what I offer people. But this hobby thing also keeps the world running, right? Everyone's trying to figure out how to make a buck. It just happens to be my hobby and it just happens to be one Making of the things that is the most fun thing for me. Making a dollar a hobby for her. Yeah. I think it's just... That's nuts it, to me. I think to me, there's nothing more fun. There's nothing more fun. Like there's nothing more fun and exciting. So Uh, until you like shout out Gary V. Shout Shout out Gary V. Shout out Gary V. Shout out Gary V. Gary (laughs) Gary V. is the first person who has gotten um, out into the real world and become this person. And I'm like, yeah, you are the most relatable person to me. You are finally the one individual that I look up to. And I'm like, yep, everything you say, I feel it. Like everything you say, even being foreign and being coming from um foreign background first and generation and, american all making and a dollar first generation american and also mm. coming from a family background where it's like they kind of had a mom and shop something you right. know what i mean yeah, and it's like yeah. so i i don't know i think um yeah i think it's the coolest thing
3: hmm.
1: yeah. I, I wrote some stuff down from our conversations we had we had another day and they're if they don't make sense just skip them um but i wanted to ask you kind of after that uh With that said, if that's your favorite thing, how would you describe when it comes to like work, work ethic, work output? How would you describe like the type of worker you are?
2: The type of worker I am, man, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that yet.
0: Like so, in the last episode, Ryan said that he isn't able to enjoy the weekend if he didn't give maximum effort during the week. Same, okay.
2: Actually, you know what? Um, I I do have something to add to that. I think um. The type of worker—I don't know if I can directly answer the type of worker I am, but I can try to describe this type of feeling that that I'm still having a hard time describing. Even I'm—how old are we now? Thirty-two. We're thirty-two, and I've had this feeling at least three times in my life where it's like career PR, Mm. and there's no feeling in the world like like it. it. Oh, my God. We don't do it, heroin, be, by the way. We, we, we don't just, do heroin. We've heard great things. <laughs> no, we... We've heard we, great I think things No, I,
1: I think we use a heroin analogy because it's like from all the recreational drugs I've ever seen in my life, there's only been one drug where people continuously chase yeah. this thing and they go into half death, half life. Near-death experiences. Yeah, and they're just trying And they're just trying to and chase that high like, again. Uh, like you can see like their spirit leaves them and they are just like free so uh, i i have friends personal friends who have passed from heroin so i'm not using this analogy lately but of all the recreational and addictive drugs uh heroin is up there and to us i think working and a certain type of feeling you can get in work it it feels like I imagine what the heroin addict is chasing. And it's very hard to hit that high. How often would you say you hit that?
2: God, I don't, I don't know. So for people don't who know. don't know
1: much about heroin, just before, before you mm-hmm. answer, generally the person who uses heroin, uh, again, this is from my own friends who've had this experience, you get on through that first high. That first time you get high, it'll on. never be as good as that. Oh, dude! From what they tell me, right? They're chasing that first one again, and that's the thing. We look at like, look at your first kiss, your first uh, paycheck, right? The, the there's your first means a lot of things, right? Same thing with heroin, and they're constantly trying to recreate that first high. And then they try to you know take more and up it and up it and up it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel for us with work, that first high is you can recreate it with yeah. work. That's kind of the sustainable thing about work is that it doesn't come much, but you have to try different things to recreate it. And I think for for Knut, if I had to say the type of worker she is... He's just going to answer the question for me. No, and the type of... But it's the thing that you do and I and I can't is hours. Mm-hmm. Like if there's something she can do seven days a week, it is hours. It's like she can see her body and mind... Going where it's like she's like Michael Jordan, flu game. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. yeah. that's good. She, good. It's like she doesn't like Kobe Achilles, right? tore, torn right? Achilles. Yeah. When the whistle blows, you know all rest.
2: My Achilles do give me trouble too. Like. <laughs> when the whistle
1: blows, all rest, right? And yeah. so for me, like, yeah, she had to run this last year where she was doing in home training 2019. She yeah. was doing in home training. So her business has in home training, it has uh, obviously training in, in private gyms um it has training
2: so i have a personal training business for the last 10 years and i I, it's a private business so i see clients one-on-one so i you don't find me in a big box gym and you're like hey can i find a trainer and they hand you somebody you google me on the internet or you hear about me through someone and you're like okay great um i get to work with you and vice versa whatever I either do in-home training, which is very popular for a lot of moms, especially moms with young kids, and mom working moms, I would say, with young kids, because they have a hard time getting out of the house. Right. Um, and then I do private training in a facility that's a gym, my body complex in Northfield. Shout out to Danny. Shout out, Danny Shamoon. He's not going to watch this. Um, but... It's basically a private gym where you rent space and time. Um, So it's it's not like I'm an employee there. I bring my business and I say, hey, these are my rates between you and I, client, and then I go pay my rent. Pay
1: for usage, Mm per hour, per whatever. Mm -hmm.
2: And then I do um, also a women's only boot camp. Um, I happen to be Pakistani, Indian, and by default, that community kind of needs um, something like that where it's like, I have a lot of conservative women who work with me and they're like, we want to work out in a place where it's like, we can take off our jobs, take off our, like, not our clothes, but like, be in a tank top and shorts or pants, whatever, and not worry about men being there. Yeah. It just happens to be that I'm Pakistani and Indian and I feel that, dem- I fill that, that whatever. Bootcamp fills that for them, but we have a lot of women who come just for the sake because they like the community and they like the women that are there and they like the workouts and maybe they like me, I don't know. So that I've been, the, boot camp I've had for six years, but last year the thing that was the addition to it was my corporate training yeah. oof uh, so corporate training I basically started at a local company um I did a 16 week challenge for like the CEO and three of his um three people from his management team mm-hmm. um, and they're a pretty big company um and then from there it kind of graduated How many
1: employees do you think they have now big?
2: So I think they have about 900 employees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but the corporate office has uh, actual people who are who come to the corporate office and sit down for a desk. They probably have like 100 and some um, people. So it, was, it started out with just four people, um, the CEO and three of the whatever his three people that works in his management team, and then it kind of exponentially kept growing to hey. Do eight more people and do another challenge yeah. for them. And then, hey, do eight more people, do wow. another challenge for them. And it was just like, so last year was my sprintiest of my sprintiest. and All
1: of those levels of personal training. Because wow. like
2: I was doing this new corporate training that was, um, it was literally the bit, the, it was the biggest and best project of my career for my business so you didn't so share far. that with anyone? You know what's crazy? Yeah. Oh my God, I've been so quiet about it. Yeah. And I was so busy no, Like, you d- But you
0: didn't share the, Like there wasn't another personal trainer.
2: Man, you know what's insane? all of 2019 i literally walked out of 2019 and i was like wow that was a one woman show that was amazing High and oh, I, all i could do was high five myself i was right, like right. you're amazing um but yeah you know what's crazy is also i've been super quiet about it i was super quiet about 2019 mostly because i was just too busy working, working like night, i was just night. too busy working and i'm so glad that
1: 5 a.m to 9 Like
2: I would, to I, would, I would be up at 4 come home at like 10 30 p.m sometimes like mind you during that time Bro, also
1: i was a housewife 2019 yeah
2: he was but like that that
1: unreal that
2: (laughs) that period was also like my personal business was also very busy like my own one-on-one clients it was popping it was busy so um yeah it was just a busy year and i'm so glad that he was living in illinois like back home, just not in back, Cali. He yeah. had just moved back, just moved back to witness it. Because I'm like, this is the first time someone has got to see me do it. Because it's been such a private thing. Like mm-hmm. I, like I've been thinking about 2019 because I've been thinking about this podcast. And I was like, that PR that 2019 was for me. I think I've only felt maybe two other times where I was sprinting at my hardest, but I was sprinting at my hardest by myself, right? Yeah. And no one was there to see nice to it. Share that with someone. Yeah, it was so yeah. cool for yeah. the first time to share it with him and for him to see it and like it was almost like I, uh, I'm so, I, like I felt like, wow, are you proud of me? Like I was just like, In, wow, so you're proud of me. I'm you know the
1: so- thing about that last year, with that whole worker that she had last year, that made me. uh kind of put my philosophy to the test of what i feel about women and all these things i was outright a support system for her right it was me the nanny pro and all my power and importance mind you had a
2: f- he mm-hmm. he has a full-time business right a full-time business a full- he had a great life. i year. was
1: more or less the support right I, I did most of the domestic duties i did most of the things i set her up make sure she was getting her he sleep was like, was he was the number two i was the number two at the time at the time I can only do this because her and I have common goals. Yeah. Right. And I feel like that's kind of where we talk about the team. Right. It's like, okay, well, there's two of us and we have these bigger goals that we want in our life for manifesting for feeling like we've worked our whole lives to be like, we've worked our whole lives to get the feeling that she got last year. I've never gotten that feeling. You've never got that feeling. We've worked our whole lives for that feeling. And I saw someone getting it. And my thing is always like, what can I do if it's like it's a bad analogy, but it's like if we're slaves and I see somebody running off the plantation? I'm like, what 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 can you what do you need on your runaway? Do you need do you need lunch? Do you need water? Uh, and I'm getting everyone together. I'm like, how can we just have one of us get off? Like, go 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 go, dude! I felt like the whole year I was just like go run for us run for i was just like yelling yelling i was like go (laughs) go go and dude and she ran and fucking spread through the finish line uh and it's only ended because of coronavirus (sighs) yeah but it's only ended
2: it almost ended per i I don't want to say it but it almost ended perfectly for me right um because it was like i don't want to say ended not ended it slowed down it slowed down because at the end of 2019 i was like wow i did that i i did that and then i was like okay Going into twenty twenty, I know I still you can want to stash the bag. No, come <laughs> on, come uh, on, no, under no, no, no. the mattress. No, all my clients—literally, <laughs> <laughs> all my clients are going to cancel after this. By the way, they're like, "Turns out, and natty bro said you're rich or some shit." Uh, no, um, but going back to that feeling, I, I'm so I'm I, I'm so glad I got to share that with someone but I'm so glad I got to share that with him. Like, I can't say that enough. I'm so glad he got to witness it because it was the first time I shared it with someone. Like, I've only had uh, three of those PRs. I'm trying to think. Um, Man, oh, one was literally right after high school. Right after high school, I was... And again, these are just stories I've forgotten about. And occasionally they come up and I tell people and I'm like, yeah, man. And I'm like, holy shit, I did that. Like, right after high school, I was... I've always been so eager to get out of the house and get on my own and make money and do that own thing. Like, I've always really been trying to reach for that. And um, literally, I graduated high school a semester early because I found out, like, I'm like, yeah, all you have to do is take, like, one extra class. Like, and I had enough credit. Actually, back up. I There's this one girl, Gina, who is a lovely person. She was, I think she wanted to become a doctor. And she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I'm going to graduate a year early. And I'm like, what? How are you going to do that? And she was like, oh, well, you just take a couple extra class." I went to my counselor that day, and I was like, hey, help me figure out this thing. Right. How do I get it's out of here? It's amazing
1: when you know. I well. was
2: like, what's this loophole she figured yeah. out? And she looked at my credit my and she was like, well, she's like, all you have to do is actually take one more one class over summer break. And I was like, sign me up right now. Um, and she was like, you'll have enough credit to at least leave a semester early. Did that, left a semester early, then started going to school. I went and signed up I,
1: like you went to you, your friends or anything like that did you not or, walk or dad no. anything like that you didn't walk at your graduation and... i
2: came back for graduation but it wow. was it was weird when i came back for graduation
1: because you were your life it was, was gone. different and
2: everyone was so excited and i'm just like
1: what did you do in the
0: meantime
2: <sighs> so i went to school and i went to two schools took the full amount of credit I could at both schools I had 30 wait
0: wait a don't minute. even ask
2: about the loophole what don't even ask fuck? about the loophole
0: wait two colleges well,
2: yeah so but I went to Oakton for one of them and I got all my uh basically like what general education now mind you You i was
1: enroll and don't tell anybody
2: yeah and then you eventually you just transfer it and you get credit but mind you i genuinely i genuinely wasn't interested interested in what i was like taking or studying right like i wasn't interested in business law like that also was very gary v of me in the sense that i was like this education thing i'm like can we just speed it up so i can get out of here and get into the real world like i've always been like that and i did that and i sprinted through it and it's the same thing it's like the 6 a.m through 10 p.m thing whatever blah 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 I came out, started working. That w- and that kind of ended that PR. Yeah. And the second PR was probably one of my most important ones. And that's pro- right before I met Ryan. It was when I became a personal trainer. Um, so before I became a personal trainer, I was working in accounting for about a year and a half, and I was like trying to get experience, and I really didn't like it. Uh, I love numbers, but I turns out accounting not so much. But I was like same thing, working like two jobs in accounting, trying to kind of figure it out, and then. A recession hit and I was like wow well I fucking hate this thing anyways I'm not gonna go back to like uh accounts receivable accounts payable I just got enough ex- enough experience I'm like let me see i had gotten into working out at the time and I was like let me see if I can do anything with this personal training thing and then I got certified got certified I literally
1: never got <laughs> certified again <laughs>
2: uh, I got I got certified and I was like all right I called Carlos Carlos Martinez. And I was like, Hey, can you take a picture of me? Um, and it was literally like one pose like this red <laughs> shirt, black pants, like gray pants. I was so literally the only like, what do you even call that? Like uh, professional photo I've had mm. taken of me for my business. And I went and I went to Kinko's that day and I made flyers for personal training and I drove around the neighborhood and I was like, what neighborhood looks like it has big houses. And I went door to door and literally put flyers in all the houses. You know, what's crazy is I, I wasn't even looking in the nice neighborhoods. Now that I know, I was looking at like Niles by export because the houses were. That's That's what you knew at the time. That's where my first client was too. So, anywho, then once I became, I've never looked back since. Shout out to Niles. We're not
1: Niles shaming. (laughs) Not Niles Niles shaming.
2: shaming. I I live very close to. (laughs) I live very close to Niles. Not Niles shaming. But um, I, I remember as soon as I became a personal trainer, it was almost like I got my first client, and then it was like whoop 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 it's just the, it's the natural things started happening. And it was like, okay, one client, two client, three client. And then I got a gig working at a chiropractor's office as a contractor there as well. And it was just, and then I decided I wanted to compete. And so now I'm waking up in the morning doing an hour of cardio on the Stairmaster. I'm going to train my personal cr- clients for three hours. And then I'm going to, li- going to do my lifting session. And then I'm going to the chiropractor to do our our client the, the his patients there and then at night I'm going back to the gym to do an hour of cardio. Like mm. that was my P that was my other that was my one mm. other pr until 2019 so th- god that's been three that hits ten, of heroin 10 fucking years ago trying, 10 fucking yeah. years ago was my last three career, career pr hits. and that's the thing that's crazy is like when it's happening you're running so fast victor like la- yeah. last podcast you said something you're like doesn't it feel bad when it feels like too much Nothing's shit is going on fa- and it feels nothing like a blur Feels
1: better than running fast dude yet. nothing, nothing feels, feels
2: better. better to me than when i'm running
1: victor w- you and i ran fast today that was fast Think about what did we do? We got a lot done. Yeah. yeah. No, imagine this about. momentum continues for. But imagine
2: <sighs> all day <sighs> for a fucking year. Oh. All day for a fucking year. Like there's yeah. no better you're feeling. Creating your. There's no you better spread. feeling. Oh, there's no better feeling.
3: Better than just run. Like through to it. me, the
2: only way I can describe it, like last year felt like I started running and then I was so fast that it's almost like you're floating and there's a, this, this is going to sound so whack. Like
0: treading water. There's
2: so whack that it feels like there's glass underneath you. You're looking down, you're seeing everyone like living their lives and they're like, oh, okay. And you're just like, whoo, whoo, whoo. you're just, it's almost Elevating. like you're elevated. And it's almost like your feet are running so fast that you feel like you're going to fall at any moment. But you're fucking floating. You're floating. And then when you're done, you're like, I
1: did that. I would say what she just described as ride the wave, yeah. right? The wave starts off very, very small. Like it doesn't feel like much. It just feels like a lump in the water stay on it believe in it right and it starts getting to the point where it's like with your tiny surfboard you too can ride a 50 foot tsunami wave yeah it's rideable yeah right it's like you just have to believe that momentum will build up and like that seems to be the name of the game with all of these things so when she says like prs or heroin hits or whatever we're referring it to you only get these momentous occasions in your life in your career at least mm-hmm. or personally or whatever you want to call them very seldomly right because things can go well then you might have some years of who knows right you might have to deal with a, a sick kid yeah. sick parents uh financial issues tr- like issues come so if you if the sun is out make hay while the sun yes. shines yes and run yes as fast as humanly yes because po- dude good times are very in short last. supply. see that now they don't, don't last. They, they're right what we're going we're through right, right now yeah at, it's, right. it's in short supply so it's like if the sun is out dude make hay from sunrise to sunset
2: what's crazy is uh, i would say probably 2017 to 2000 i don't know maybe 2012 no not 12 maybe 2013 14 to 17 something like that there was a four-year period um and again this is a weird little thing but basically i I went to pakistan just for a couple days visited with my cousins and i ended up eating something probably I shouldn't have because I was not careful and my, I came back and I was very ill. Like my I had, I was, my digestion was tremendously disrupted. And at first I thought I was like, oh, this is just a two week thing. I shit you not, for four years I did not feel like myself. For what? four years I felt like I can't breathe the same. I feel like my mind was fogged and I felt like all these symptoms and I was like my joints hurt, like everything. And I felt like all of two thousand eight. and I literally during that time I was like, because it's like four fucking years, man, of your youth, of your 20, your past years. It's like they were going by and I was like, man, I'm never going to be that person that I used to be. I'm never going to have the opportunity to be as good as I know I am. I I don't feel like myself. Mm -hmm. And it was like I almost mourned it. And I was like, damn. In 2018, I really focused on like – trying to figure out how to get better. It's like I was going to different doctors, different this, blah, 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 working out, to change nutrition, I was just trying all different things. And finally in 2018, I was like, wow, I can't believe I feel like myself again. It's coming up again. Holy shit. And I almost, when I was mourning, it was almost like, man, I wish I could have another go so I could be good again. I, I t- It's almost like I took advantage of my good health. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of being gifted to be healthy enough and you know I was lucky I was lucky I was born healthy I had you know what I mean like I was born entrepreneurial whatever like I felt like I took advantage of it and it was like damn and now I lost it And 2018 it's no surprise I felt better and then 2019 came and I was so ready so ready it was like oh my god another opportunity and I sprinted it and it was better any of the sprints before. And you
0: saw, you saw that because of your lows. Oh my God. Right, So you talked about your but failures I, and I, like I, it I, wouldn't be your wit, your, yeah. you know.
2: I saw it because I, I literally mourned it because I thought I would never have it again. And what's mm-hmm. funny is I've had this conversation with him. He's like, man, he's like, I, he's like, I wish I could feel like that again. He's like, I just, I, he's like, I feel like it's not gonna come back. And I was like, I'm so confident that it will for you because I went through it myself. I went through it myself. I literally said, I'm never gonna be like myself again. Yeah. God, let me mourn that's it. And all, it's so sad. That's all we can ask sad. for it. And the fact that I did get at least one more, I got 2019. To me, I'm like, wow, the universe gave me one more. You can oh, almost retire in some I feel so grateful. Small, I feel retire, so grateful. But, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm almost like, my cup is so full for that. That you got at least, one more, at go least at got one more That I at least got one more good go one. Go like, yep. oh, it feels so good. It feels yeah. so good. Some
1: people never get... Some it, people never get And one. so that's the thing, right? That's how you see the guy who... Uh, is still talking about his senior year at quarterback. Yes. He never right. got another. Yes. He never, never got another yes. chance. Regardless, whatever life dealt him. Right.
2: But to me, I feel like if the universe is like, that's your last one, I'd be like, let me bow down. Let me bow Thank down. Thank you I very got much. One. I'm so gracious that, you, I'm, I'm so grateful that you gave yeah. me even, even that one. And so
1: for me, even if for a moment of your life, you know what it feels like to be at the very top of the wave on that surfboard. Right? It's like you Ford. get to see oh. your own ability. You get to see your fullest human potential maximized. Right. And it's like... You feel like you're flying on a Pegasus. You feel like you're flying. It's funny because this doesn't. Do you think this
0: applies to nine to fivers? No. (laughs) I
2: can't speak for it. Yeah.
0: So,
1: so here's what I think. I think uh, it takes a certain amount of uh, active repulsiveness to feel this feeling. I think people who work nine to five—no knock on them—they feel. A lot of people do. They feel repulse at their place of work and they feel repulse at their job. Um, but they also feel a sense of security from their job at the same time. And I think people who work nine to five, they say, well, I feel these ways. I don't like these people, but I value the security more than the feeling of repulsion I have. If I had to quantify it, if I worked a job, I've never worked a job, so I don't know. The amount of security that I would feel would probably be 15 Versus my repulsion, which is like a thousand, right? My For some reason, genetically, my level of repulsiveness is so high, right? That I'm like, I can't be here. And again, that's what I see with my athletes, right? That's why they hire me, right? They're so repulsed at their results or how they look. And it's like, how do I be the best, right? And I feel like in work, jobs, you have to have that same level of repulsion to get off the grid, right? Something inside you has to be so resistant yeah to to that that you have to do the stupid thing and do podcasts and right it's like it's this is dumb right like what like it's it's a dumb move compared to the security of getting a content check no how much money you have dude any month i could vary between uh if i have an average income level that can vary 50 percent any month right and so yeah, it's, it's not for those who don't feel what I feel. I'm only here, not because it's choice or something. There's something inside of me that feels uh, so attracted to that, that right. one yeah. hit. My
2: mind you there's some people that are very happy oh yeah in their work. there's 100%. some people that are so happy and that's I could cool do that. that's I cool right like how how great for you that you actually live in a world where they they give you a recipe to do that thing where they're like go to school go to college come out with these Absolutely. Uh, uh, get this cr- accreditation of some sort work this many hours and then it's like we have this final package it's always like it's it's a recipe um and it's like how lucky for those people there's yeah. that's yeah. great
0: um where there's no you're like guaranteed two percent yeah yeah there's
2: no recipe for the shit we do there's no I'm fucking making this shit up I'm making this shit up for 10 years
1: I think for for me I'm just on the search for those who are better than me and I think that's why I love athletics so much it's just that when I see places of work and nine to fives if I had a manager or a boss who I knew I was better than them at the job. You wouldn't really... There's no way I would even... I would I could spit on your shoot. I couldn't even look at you with respect, right? That's why when we see Mike Tyson or when we see Michael Jordan, we're just like, we get on our knees. It's like humans are, as Maslow would put it, we're looking for what the best of us is, right? And we only see the best of us in the examples, right? So when you see Beyonce do Beyonce, it's like, <gasps> it's like, oh, yes. I you are telling me what I could be and I will bow to you. I can't possibly like i'm looking for a master it's so
0: interesting because they like beyonce would say you can be you they're right they're empowering for self-expression so here's the
1: thing i think there's a caveat to that i think you can be you but i think you also have to go into that knowing that parts of who you naturally and organically are are shitty there are parts of you that need to be polished parts of you that need to be worked on parts of you that need to be improved so You can be you, but I think you also need to be the best of you, right? I can't tell Jeffrey Dahmer, just be you, dog, and we're okay with it, right? (laughs) Where it's a big no to murderers (laughs) to just be you, right? It's a big no. We're telling them, no, you got to change. So I think you can be you, but I think you got to be the best version of you. And the best version of you is these traits that uniquely make you and your skill set, but they're built upon a foundation and bedrock of utility, respect for the work, um, wanting to keep progressing, wanting to put right and all of these things have to kind of manufacture with the best version you use, yeah. I think ultimately. So, um, but it's, I, I think also it kind of ties into, uh, something that can and I were talking about the other day of like, <laughs> I, I was saying like, I think I'm better than people when they sign up for something. Right. It's like, I think I'm better than somebody when there's a form and it's like, hey, everyone who wants to compete, everyone who wants to get in the arena for uh, coaches, sign your name here. And if for those who sign their name on the paper along with me, I feel that I am better than you. If I worked at a job and someone signed their name and I signed my name and we both were like, compete, go. I know where I'm better than people. I In my heart, believe I'm better than people. Let's say there's a somebody on the street, somebody who you me and you are no competition. We're equals. I'm not better yeah. than anybody. Yeah. Right. There's I'm not better than an average person or anything like that. But if you come and tell me, hey, yeah, I want a podcast. Well, I want a podcast, too. I can see other people's stuff. And I'm like that that shit sucks. I'm better than you. Right. And I think the only place where you're I think people are in, in society are so uh, afraid to say that anymore. Right. Even when athletes go on tv yeah and talk smack we're like that's not good sportsmanship right yeah. You talked about that right yeah. and it's like come on yeah. like and who, who are these people making the rules about good sportsmanship are any of you athletes it's, mostly, any you? it's
2: just people who are consuming it it's people who are
1: consuming right. it it's like none of you are in the arena right so it's like this is arena talk right there's people who are in the bleachers and there are people who are actually in the arena i'm in here swinging my sword i'm currently fighting like what it takes to be someone fighting, what it takes to be out there lifting those weights, so what it takes to be out there putting in those hours, you have to have a level of narcissism to get you through this impossible task, right? Mm-hmm. The task is so wholeheartedly impossible. It's so, it's such a stupid object, objective to think that I can go against Weight Watchers, right? It's silly for you yes. to think that I'm just going to go knock on some doors and maybe I can take some of Weight Watchers market share. That's silly. They're giants, right? It takes a David to a Goliath. Your delusion has to be so high, and in my opinion, that delusion to be better is fueled by your resentment to be at the place that you were. I'm so, I so don't want to be at that normal place that I rather at least try to throw the rock at Goliath. Yeah, like who
2: is, like, who is the world to tell me, ah, there's a recession now? Go back to the beginning and go start doing uh, accounts receivable, accounts payable again. It's like, the fuck? Come on. Ooh, I have some. Actually, who? Yeah. Like, and the thing is, like, I feel this thing where I'm like, no, nah, I, I can work. If someone, like, if you give me the opportunity, I can work. Like, give me some more challenges. Give me some more projects. Something. Like, give me give me something. And it's like, it's really, for me, not really, it, you don't get that opportunity until you just create them yourself. You're just yeah. like, yeah, I guess, you, you I wanna, guess I'll start.
1: You want to know what's nutty to me, too? Is that, like. When you're when you're this, uh, and you talk like this and when most people hear it, it's arrogant. Yes. It's out of place. Yeah. You sound yeah. crazy.
0: My last guest, Jason Chan, said that. I shared the example with Rhonda Rousey when she would yes. speak so. out and then she was like, How dare you shame me for being confident yes. and proud of like in my ability
2: Ugh. you know what I told him I was like I'm I am I was like oh I'm excited to do your podcast I'm kind of nervous but you know what I am excited for he works with so many females now so many female athletes and I feel like as if you were, if Ronda R- Rousey was a guy right yeah. everyone if, he, if, she an pro, if she was an natty pro she was an pro everyone would be bowing down and they'd be like oh my god you're so amazing this and that and blah, blah blah how could i be more like that but when a woman does that it's like ugh, who does she think she is mm. it's so like who does she think she is that she thinks she's better than us and how can she talk that way and this yeah. and that and it's like i'm i was like i'm excited to do your podcast because i know i know what i am i know what i am i know what i sound like but fuck you i'm a woman and i sound like that and i can back it the fuck up can you my g if it makes you feel uncomfortable that's on you right like the thing is there's so many females that probably feel this way but never they have the ability it. they don't say it or the world doesn't allow them to say it, or right?
1: they or they can't back it up because they haven't had the, the years to practice it <laughs> right It's like i think one thing that canute had um is that she grew up in a household where you can practice it on a daily basis. You can spar on a daily basis. Like I I didn't grow up in the same household she grew up in, but like debate is welcomed in my family. In fact, debate is step 1, right? It's like debate is communication. Debate is communication, right? Challenge your position. Who are you? Why not you? Why right? It's like we both grew up in households of just re I mean ridiculous arrogance in the thinking but it was also but it also at the same time it took a ridiculous amount of arrogance for people to be like where's this country i don't know i've never fucking been let's go right yes. it takes a lot of arrogance to for your parents to do what they did for mine right yeah it's like yeah. it takes a stu- dude like you today me today like even if i was like hey pack up everything next week and go to london and you can be a millionaire by the we, way, you don't know anybody. You don't know there. anybody. You don't even, know anybody Even there. as perfect as a situation is today, you would still be like, oh, well, my friends. And so, even oh. if you're like,
2: you can come back. Right. Yeah. No problems. Back. Right? Yeah. right. Imagine right, right,
1: if right. it was like, go. You might never come back. Yeah. <laughs> go, right. It takes, for the wow. foreigner, for the foreigner. Yeah. It's in America, it takes a
2: stupid
1: amount of arrogance to take the leap to come over here. And one weird thing they did is that they passed that trait to their kids, yeah, right, and so it's like we're here, these first generation Americans, and we're just like,
0: if they articulated that, my parents never articulated that to me, but it's there. But I, I recognize it now. It's there. They, there's no dude. Oh, I know it's there, but they never. I don't know. I don't, I don't think
2: any of our parents purposefully articulated, articulated. But, it. but you like the fact
0: it. that you welcomed debate as communication i didn't debate that wasn't in my household
2: so this is w- what i said earlier you're a nice person you must come from nice people i don't come from <laughs> fucking nice people i don't come from nice people my parents are rough people they're they're yeah. good people yeah. but they're rough yeah. right you seem like a nice person Very, yeah like you you are genuinely a nice person i'm just i th- not. i
1: think what but i think here's the thing that we all have in common is that whether you're not a nice person, whether Victor's a nice person, the one thing that we all have in common that we may have got from our parents, Victor stands his ground, mm-hmm. right? Like when you believe in something, doesn't matter if it's an idea, it doesn't matter if it's, you will be like, mm, no, I disagree, right? And yeah. you will stand there, right? You won't waver. The type of person who didn't, whose parents didn't make it to America said, oh, well, all right, well, I don't have the form. Okay, I'll turn back, right? Our parents were the type of parents that were like, no, 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 put me on the fucking boat. Boat! Like, give me (laughs) up, right? Like, our parents, even if they never expressed it to us... Get me to New York! They have this trait of aggression for what they want, whether it's expressed loudly or not, right? And there's no mistake that you're currently sitting here on this microphone, right? No mistake. You have it, right? And, like, everyone who listens to me has it. Every All of my athletes, they they all have it. I just think that we all express it differently. And I think sometimes, especially for women in America... If you express this arrogance too much, right, it comes off as uh, not PC or, 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 or not tactful in a way, which, I, which I'm not sure why.
2: Yeah. And I, and I, and I have to be honest, um, I think the people that you probably feel the most discouragement from are other women. Like, that's but the other crazy women who are women. actually not self actualized, or maybe they're not in the position that they want to be, where you feel that it almost feels like a set of eyes on your shoulders, yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Get off me! Get off me!" So
1: that's something interesting that I think women have that I also parallel with how black people were in the 1950s. It was just like, "Don't do that! Don't get out of line!" Like our men treat us good. I have a friend who, uh, she doesn't work; her it's never worked. Her husband pays all the bills. She has kids and blah, blah, blah. And when I was talking about, I talk about Beyonce all the time. I love Beyonce. And I said something about Beyonce's Lemonade album, right? Her coming out and saying all these songs about Jay Z. And she was like, she was like, I thought that was just so weak of her. Basically, like, if your man does something wrong or if your man cheats on you to speak out about it, it's weak of a woman. I was like, "That's the most 1952 phrase yes. I have ever heard in my life." You let them beat on you, you let them abuse you, and you just take it strong, right? And that's what like our grandma like used to say. Like, it's almost shameful to share uh, that. Yes, it's almost like, no, yeah. no, he's a good husband. He maybe he drinks a little too much, and maybe he. That was the culture of women. That was the culture for black people. No, we got a good boss. We don't we don't talk about the yeah. boss, right? And it's like, now for the first time. The human trait of a woman is it's not even about women. It's just humans are now uploaded in a new 2020 type of software where women are allowed to say, Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck all that. Like yeah. and that's like, I revert to Kim Kardashian a lot. She literally says, I'm gonna take care of my kids. I'm gonna be a millionaire. I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my ass out. And I don't give a fuck. And what are you gonna do about it? Right? It's 2020. Get with it. And it to me, I'm just like, oh, I may not agree with it. But she can do it, and who knows? Who's been doing that for forever? Men, men have been yes. doing shit forever. That I don't agree with it, but they have the right to do it. Yeah, you have the right to do whatever. You, it's, it's and a, even if
2: you don't agree with it, they have so much power in it that you're just like, well, I mean, what does my fucking opinion count, anyways? What's my you know opinion? What
1: I mean? And women are now doing it, and that's why I'm glad to be in fitness with women. I think honestly, I hate to say, I hate to even say this because I hate to make fitness sound more important than it is. Fitness to me is the it is the like gold rush of entrepreneurship for women, mm. right? If you're yes. if you're an entrepreneur and a woman, makeup right now yeah. and fitness, mm. those are the two. Those are it's like rap in the '90s for mm. like kids, black kids in the ghetto. It's like if you can get fit, start a channel, or do makeup and start a channel, whoo! Like, yeah. dude, the markets when I go through these expos. Dude, I go to meets They're for my women clients. There's more power. There's more girls powerlifting than guys. Like they are running the industry right now. Right? It's like it used to be this Arnold Schwarzenegger bicep yeah, heavy right, right, right. industry. Now it's Gymshark, Shark leg out selfie booty. Po- Dude, and they are they are doing it. I am so proud of what women have done with the fitness industry. I think a lot of people kind of turn their nose up at it uh, with a lot of things that a lot of women are doing, but I see macro picture of just empowerment i see the picture of putting out your own programs making your own living sustain, sustainably right like it to me it is the gold rush go out there and, and there's no barrier to entry i see people who do their first competition and you know within three years they're they quit their job they're full-time they're sustaining their family yeah. off of fitness women right this doesn't this doesn't happen in tech this doesn't happen anywhere else to become a millionaire right it's 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 amazing dude it's quite amazing it's like the new american dream kind of how we were talking about the other day
2: yeah but um but yeah the thing like what i was saying about how, how i am excited to share my opinion as a woman with on his podcast for a, the women that probably are looking to hear that thing uh, I, I don't know how to describe it that almost masculine empowered uh egotistical energy i it's like for me i feel like there's no one who does it better than beyonce oh i feel like beyonce like my we're huge fans i'm a huge fan of beyonce too um and i think homecoming if you haven't seen it on netflix you really should i think it is one of the best pieces of works Work ever, and it's so impressive. The attention to detail is insane, but my favorite parts of Beyonce is not when she's singing like like what you see, like not the poppy stuff. It's like when she's grunting and she's like, Who Yeah, I'm out here. Who the fuck I do am? you think I am? I'm making money. Like,
1: I got that, more money than everybody in this room. F- yes, right.
2: Like that when she when she is growling and sounding like that, I'm like, Oh my god, I feel that thing too. Yeah, I'm like, Hey, be visceral. I'm like, Hey, I yeah, feel absolutely. that thing. I was yeah. like, Oh. It is okay to feel that thing, and now it's okay to start expressing that you feel that thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's so. It's mm. the same thing with Michelle Obama. She has that too. She when yep. like when she speaks, it's like everyone's so obsessed and saying Michelle Obama seems angry. She's not fucking angry. She's whatever you. She's whatever
1: I am. I am. She's whatever. She's whatever a powerful I am. human. She's what I am. Yeah, She's a powerful yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what she is. And dude, and like if, if for anyone, like is this, this is always the thing. Like I, I think I look at. Uh, what women are doing in, in their careers from a standpoint of history and i think i'm always lucky to see the first of everything for the first time in history ever in the world right this is like all mammalian life are women standing up in the animal world saying that shit beyonce saying and dudes are just like right? <laughs> right? <laughs> That doesn't happen in the animal kingdom anywhere ever, right? It's like that. that's that's a testament to like what we are doing societally in our system, right? Like things are, I don't want to say things are getting equal, but the fact that we can have uh, a new number one come out and and say those things, I, I think it's a, a real testament to, yeah, dude, the progression of our future. And if I have daughters, what they could be with, with their lives, they don't just have to worry about the pressures of am i going to get married on time and things like that and and in terms of a career even if you don't have the entrepreneurial spirit even if you're lazy and you don't want to work that you have the option right the same as you know with civil rights even if you don't want to exercise your rights even if you don't want to open a business right if you wanted to the choice is there for you Mm -hmm. right and no one will discriminate against you more or less can I go to the bathroom on my own podcast? Oh my God. Is, there, is that a
2: thing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pi- break? Is that a thing? I mean,
2: yeah.
1: like, yeah, how many the minutes? Bathroom what?
0: And there it is. Little did we know we would come back to talk for another three hours. If you made it this far, you should win an award or something. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Thank you.